slave masters. Alexander Hamilton said, a nation which can prefer disgrace to danger is prepared for a master and deserves one. Now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. And this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement. And it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? Well, Nikita Khrushchev has told his people he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side, he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better read than dead, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not come up slurring her words, showing up on media, showing up here and there, uh, trying to push this narrative. Like you saw her the other day, uh, they were at, they asked her directly after Donald Trump announced his his uh, candidacy. They were like, "Yeah, do you think Joe Biden should run again?" And she stood there with her drunken stupor, and she's like, "Yes, Joe Biden is doing a great job for this country." Yeah, and like, she, she's she said that uh, quite a few times. And oh, it's it's a complete embarrassment. Like nobody can sit here and say, "Oh yeah, Joey Bagadonis doing a fucking fantastic bang up job as president right now. Country's in great shape. We're doing well." They're trying to figure out their plan. You know who's who's going to run. I mean, we're so far off. We just got through the midterms, and now Alan, know, we said that at the end of twenty twenty. You you literally think about it. We said this at the end of twenty twenty. Here the fuck we are. Time flew by literally flew by what i mean is it's it's a lot of time for someone to say that they're running for president so now we have two years he's going to be the lone soldier on the field i think i I think at least six months he'll be the lone soldier on the field which it wouldn't matter no donald trump as 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 saying he's he's a presidential candidate because you know i typically a hundred days after the midterms is when people start announcing so I think he's going to be, you know, he'll be the lone duck for a while, which is fine because he's used to the attacks anyway when he was president, when he wasn't president. It was definitely coordinated. So, so well, I, 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 well, of course, but I'm just saying that he's, he'll be out there on his own. So all the attacks will be, you know, on him. You'll see probably, I, I'm going to say between eight and 10 other people put their hat in the ring to run against him as Republicans and which would benefit him Yep. because like, just like in 20, uh, in, in 2016, um, you know, he got like 30, 35% of the vote for that pushed him into the primary, but you know, cause he basically singled it down, mm-hmm. you know? So <clears throat> whatever it, it, it we're, we're in, in, in it for the long haul now. And yes. it's going to be fun. But you said earlier is the blaming, and this is going to be big, especially now. 
it'll fade away the blaming of the midterms on Donald Trump. Well, number one, okay, everyone out there who's rational think who's a rational thinking human, you can't blame outcome of elections on a private citizen. Now, Donald Trump, who they want to say is the leader of the Republican Party, which I guess in a sense he is officially. He is not. No, not he's officially, a, but but we all know he is a. But he's not. He's not in charge of the. He's not running the Republican Party. He's running. He's 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 in charge. I'd say of the MAGA movement because we know we have right. GOP leadership. He has nothing to do with the GOP. He is a private citizen that decided as a past president to stay in politics, to start a pack, put his money behind America First candidates, and endorse them. He did not lose the election. He did not lose elections for the GOP. The GOP lost the elections for the GOP because that Bingo. is their job. The GOP leadership, it's their job. It's no one else's job but the GOP leadership to get their nominees over the finish line through the general elections and into office so they can get the majority. That's it. You can't blame Donald Trump, the private citizen. And I'd like to remind everybody that 233 candidates that Donald Trump endorsed won 22 lost. That's pretty good. All right. That's a, that's a pretty damn good batting average, if you ask me. Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty, a pretty good. damn good batting average, you ask me. Not many people, not many people can go out there and endorse that many people and win that many races. I'm sorry. Name one. You people are like, oh, Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis has endorsed two people, two people that lost. Lee Zeldin, and he endorsed um <clears throat> The uh, O'Day, the guy O'Day, who's a big orange man, bad guy, and right. he lost. You know, um, I it, it's I, the whole. So I think now I'm hearing rumbles that um, Ron DeSantis is not going to run. Be very Donald smart Trump. on his part. I would I would be a big fan of Ron I, doing that. I'm hearing it wouldn't to be honest with you, it wouldn't matter either way. He wouldn't stand a chance. Ron no. DeSantis is a horrible debater. Once he got on the debate stage with that savage Donald Trump, it'd be over. He's a horrible, horrible debater. He's good at his talking points and speaking on script. Uh and and you know, his 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 little, you know, quips behind the podium, but he's not good when he's put on the spot heavy. And we even saw that in his last debate with that clown he ran against when he was asked three times if he was going to stay governor of Florida or run for president. And he didn't answer because he was a deer in headlights because one of the rules of the debate was not asking about the 2024 election. So he was getting pressed by his opponent three times and he panicked. And what he should have said was, I am going to fulfill my obligation as Florida, as the Florida governor for a full yeah. term. Now, I think what the best move is is that he supports Donald Trump, which I believe he's going to. He's going to come out at some point. He's going to endorse Donald Trump, and I believe he's going to travel around, and I think he's going to fundraise for him, and he's going to help him. Hey, that, I, I, that is the smartest political move for Ron DeSantis to do. Here And, and here is, here is what I, why I think that is the case, because his term ends in 26, and I believe it's the last term. He can't run again in 26. Yeah. So – that leaves him with a two-year gap for him to run for president in 2028. Now, you'll hear from people say, well, then if that's the case, he doesn't want to become irrelevant. He, the time to strike is now, and he should run against Donald Trump now. And, well, I don't agree with that. What should happen 
and I know there are people out there that agree with me. I've had this conversation in the past 24 hours with people is that he supports Donald Trump. We get Donald Trump through the primaries. He becomes the nominee. We get him through the general. He becomes the 47th president of the United States. He makes Ron DeSantis his um, attorney general because by that time, Florida will be pretty stable where they can have somebody step in. Mm-hmm. And then at that time, if Ron DeSantis is serving as the attorney general and running the DOJ, well, then in two years' time, or for four years' time, rather, uh, he can run for president in 2028 and then just kind of continue on. I would love to see Ron DeSantis running oh. the Department of Justice. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing if that were to happen. But but what what I think as well is if he runs, let's just say he decides to throw his his hat in the game. He's like, all right, I'm going to run for president. I'm going to go up against Big Dick Donnie and see how big, 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 big Dick Ron is. Let's see if he if he sizes up. And I tell you right now, he's going to go out there and embarrass himself, embarrass himself. He's going to get destroyed by Donald Trump, absolutely exposed by Donald Trump, like Donald Trump does to everybody. And then going forward, because of that, him going with his tail tucked between his legs after he loses in 2028, people are going to be like, ah, he wasn't that strong, strong of a candidate when he went up against Trump. And we didn't even really like Trump. And it's going to really hurt him going forward politically. Whereas where, whereas if he instead doesn't go in and throw his hat into the game and decides to endorse Donald Trump, like you say, he might. That would be a massive gain in his political career. Why? Because then going forward, he's going to have Donald Trump's endorsement going forward, and he's not going to get destroyed and embarrassed on stage, national on a national stage in front of millions and millions of Americans who are paying close, close attention to these debates because they want they, they want to see what's going on. And really think about it. If he goes out there and shits the bed in these debates, he goes out there and looks like a fool. It's going to hurt him politically. It's going to hurt his future presidential chances. Whereas if he backs Donnie going into 2028, if he truly has aspirations to become president, we're now talking he's 48 years old, maybe 49. Plenty of time. Plenty, oh, no, right. plenty young enough. Ron he's forty four right now. Yeah, he's forty four. Forty right. So, so he'll be in his early fifties. Let's just say he's in his early fifties because two years from now he's forty six. Four years of Donnie, uh, he's forty eight. So it's she, yeah, forty eight. So he'll be forty eight years old. Plenty, plenty young to run for president. Make a strong bid at it, and he'll have the full endorsement of the MAGA movement. The full endorsement, because Donald Trump is out of the game. There's nothing he could do. Not only, not only is he not eligible to run, the dude will be 78 years old. Like, come on, man. Yeah, he, he's a, he's a different he's a different type of old man. I mean, you look oh, at a thousand percent. They, they don't build him like Donnie. Donnie. Which, not by like, the way, I, 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 not, I, I, I wish I, I had the energy that guy has in seventy in his seventies, dude. Like, look what he's doing. Okay, well, just just real quick, I Joe Joe Cozo, I got your text. I know you're watching, and you got it. Let's let's get in touch next week and we'll I'll set you up. But what does Joe, Joe Cozo want to do? Joe Cozo's the man. He's got a, a show, the Joe Cozo show, and uh, he does all kinds of cool stuff on his show. He his studio. He's like I call him Joe Rogan, like two Like the conversations he has, and I like I've, I've been on his show in studio, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a fellow New Yorker. Yeah, yeah, he's a New Yorker. He's a New Yorker, and uh, Joe Cozo. Out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where you're watching, Joe, but how I, you doing? Uh, 
but you're uh, you're awesome. I actually meant to get in touch with you anyway because I, I want to talk to you about a couple things. So, yeah, I I don't think I I think and, and you know Ron DeSantis now, and he snapped at the press. He has to because now every time he speaks now in front of the press, he is from now until the the day of the that's election, what the media wants. That's what the establishment wants. Ask him if yep, are you yes. going to run for president? Are you gonna he I'm I was just reelected to, to governor. He told everyone to calm down, take it easy, relax. And that but he's gonna get that. Like let him govern Florida. Yes. He was a subpar member of Congress. Okay. He was a nobody in Congress. He voted against Donald Trump's wall. He would not have become governor of Florida if it wasn't for Donald Trump grabbing him by the collar. And he did not. Donald Trump didn't even really know who he was. He was saying, hey, this guy, he's got some potential. Donald Trump took a liking to him, grabbed him by the collar, threw him over and got him an extra, you know, 30,000 votes. 30,000 votes. Exactly. By a really shitty candidate. So, yeah, a a crack, a meth, a meth, a meth head, a closet homosexual meth head. Heard that one before, Alan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> rabbits so oh faggots you mean <laughs> I don't, I, <laughs> so he had one great election right and we won by like 20 points i mean oh florida just i mean they florida yep. killed it dominated but they also did the things that needed to stop some of the the right. under his leadership i mean yes he of course yes, nominal yes. governor but let's but let's not forget and I am a big, big fan of Ron DeSantis. I mm-hmm. want to see him, President of the United States, the 48th president, 2028. Uh, enough of this Trump versus DeSantis. It has to be Trump then DeSantis. That, that's just what, what it has to be. Politically yes. for us, for the movement for America, because if we're going to, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm so pissed off at some of these influencers and conservatives mm-hmm. out there and these conservative pundits. And then some of the, even the conservative media, like you go on Newsmax now all day, they have the, to send the text for Trump or send the text for DeSantis, like for, for oh, you mean Clinton funded Newsmax, vaccine mandated Newsmax, like uh, enough already, you know, it's, it's, we just got through the midterms. Let's focus on what needs to get done. We have a tremendous, tremendous and important race coming up in Georgia in December. Herschel Walker and Raphael yes. Warnock. So everyone that came out to vote has to come out and vote again. And we need more people to come out and vote. And there are people traveling to Georgia that are campaigning for Herschel Walker, that are canvassing for Herschel Walker, that are fundraising for Herschel Walker. And everyone out there, I think it's teamherschel.com. Google Herschel Walker and donate to his website. Directly to him, do not give a dime to those cucks at the GOP. Right? Yeah, you, you you never donate. You never donate to the to the committees, to the national committees. You donate to the candidate. It takes money to win elections. Herschel Walker needs any donation possible—a dollar, five dollars—because he has to do the voter contact advertising. Everything's at a premium, especially for conservatives. They're trying to dominate on social media. They're trying to dominate on 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 the cable channels, which they are. And that's going to be a huge play going into 2024. Is people like us, people like inf- just influencers, have to do whatever we can to get the message out on social media, especially when you have platforms like Google who run Gmail that take most of the conservative vote mailing 
Okay, they, they, the, all the conservative emails. If you open up, you have a Gmail account right now, people. Go into your spam account and count on your first two pages how many emails from conservative Republican candidates who ran in the midterm cycle, how many emails you have from them in your spam mail. Because I, I went into mine, and being that I'm in touch with a lot of them and being that I'm on a lot of email lists, my phone lights up for, for either cold calls or text messages. Oh, you're special. I had – I had eight pages. I went through eight pages of spam mail, all Republican and conservative mailings, campaign mailers that I would have never seen if I went had I not gone into my spam folder. So oh, all I mean, of that money spent for the, all of that voter contact was money thrown away because Google manipulated with their algorithms for all of the right leaning, all of the conservative mm-hmm. candidates' emails to go into the fucking spam folder, so you didn't did. you didn't have a chance to read about them or even maybe donate. This is the thing. This is the thing. <clears throat> it's really tough to do when they have total carte blanche control over these systems. Like that's it is what it is. Like they they control Google. They control the social media platforms. Look at all the money that Zuckerbucks sent out in all of these elections. Like they control all of it. Alan, I you you see my page. I get fact checks for Nancy Pelosi's January six on everything. A black flag. A song that 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 we played last Tuesday. By God, I mean, will have you're her. an extremist piece of shit. Yeah, I'm Maybe a piece of shit, dude. I'm it. a shill. I'm an extremist piece of shit. I'm a, I'm covering up for my friend's murder. Like That's all these things are happening. It's murdered. fucking wild, huh? Because you murdered your friend. Yeah, apparently, apparently. So not go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say. Um, you were talking about Twitter. I don't know if you saw. I'm going to try to bring it up here. Um, Here we go. Uh, There's a big – anybody who has Twitter right now has to jump on Twitter. I just pulled it up. Elon Musk, he's got a pin to his account, has a thread. Reinstate former President Trump. Right now – I mean, this this is like this is like watching an election because I'm waiting for the the ballot drop to happen at 3 a.m., Right now, to reinstate former President Trump, and this, again, is what Elon Musk is running, we have 57.9% of the vote says yes, 42%. And right now, to almost 3 million people have voted. Three More people have voted for Donald Trump, whether to, to reinstate him on Twitter or not, than they did in, in most, like, governor and – and congressional elections like the, literally that's how many people are on twitter are voting i wonder how many of them are bots voting probably a ton but i, I sent you something earlier today i sent you something earlier today and uh which one uh what elon musk is doing and um it's very very unfortunate i sent it to you on instagram what is he doing let me see if I could pull it up real quick. Pull your little thread up. Where's Alan's red eyes? There it is. Okay. So our good friend Huey Media, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, posted this thread. It says, and it's Elon Musk's tweets. New Twitter policy is freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach. Negative slash hate tweets will ma- be max de-boosted and demonetized. So no ads or other revenue to, to Twitter. You won't find the tweet unless you specifically seek it out, which is no different from the rest of the internet. Kathy Griffin, Jordan Peterson, and Babylon B have been reinstated. Trump decision has not yet been made. What should Twitter do next? 
Someone responds, bring back Alex Jones. He Elon said Musk. no. No. So Huey Media says this, and it's very, very, very uh, spot on. So we ne- we know that Elon isn't allowing Alex Jones back, and he's uncertain on allowing Trump back. Allowing Trump back on that means he considers them negative, which means everyone that tweets similar ideas will be hidden and demonetized. And that's a hundred percent true. That's literally what Elon Musk just told us in his own words, that the shadow bans aren't being lifted. The censorship is not going away. The things that Donald Trump talks about, the things that Alex Jones talk about is not welcome on this platform and will be completely, you won't be banned. You won't be kicked off the platform, but you will not be able to reach a damn person. Well, guess what? That's the same fucking thing that's happening everywhere else. There's no difference. Like we have no reach because our accounts are so shadow banned and so censored. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, what's different? Great job, Elon Musk. Great job. Well, well, here's the thing. And I said this from the get go, Elon Musk was not going to be the savior of Twitter or free speech. No, I, I I agreed with you. I agreed with you. But I didn't think much but, was going to change other than maybe the, the two things I thought maybe would change is eliminating a lot of the bots and the bullshit and just opening up the algorithms where nobody, like just flipping all the switches where nobody shadow banned. I didn't, I didn't think he was going to let certain people back on. I didn't think he was going to lift all restrictions. I keep tweeting almost every other day. When are you going to let Roger Stone back on? Like, what about him? What about Ali Alexander? What about a lot of these other smaller people? That got yeah, like Julian's, Julian, Julian's Rum, uh, Inevitable E.T. Like, all of these people, uh, they they have been deplatformed and can't go well, back on Brett Twitter. Had like, five Twitter accounts, maybe more, just completely gone every time they would gain traction and they were getting heavy volume, heavy uh, uh, following, boom, gone. It's like whenever someone from Trump world was sharing an episode that they were on, boom, like a couple days later, it was like clockwork was gone. Yep. It was like clockwork. Every time they'd get to like the four or 5,000 range and boom, knocked down, uh, deleted every single time. And it's, it's crazy, dude. This is what we deal with. And this is why it's so frustrating because we do all this work and they and and it they don't allow us to reach the people that need to hear it. Because guess what? Everybody's a free individual. Like Alan, you could say whatever the fuck you want, and I could take what you say and be like, you know what? He's right. Or I could be like, you know what? I, I looked into that. He's a complete idiot. Like he's a fucking moron. Cause I'm a grown ass man. Right. And I could decide for myself what Alan is saying. I could decide for myself what, whether I believe what he is saying. And the same thing goes for the mainstream media. The same thing goes for things that I read on the internet. Like I am a grown ass man. Let me see the content. I can look at it and decide myself whether I want to see it. And guess what? There's a button. There's a button on all social media platforms. I do not like this content. I do not want to see content like this. And you can hit that button. And guess what? That content doesn't show up on your feed anymore. You can decide as a grown individual, you have the freedom of choice and the free will to go and do that. If you don't like what we have to say, block. If you don't like what we have to say, unfollow. If you don't like what we say, just d- make sure you don't hit that button so it doesn't show up in your feed. We don't like this content. 
Well, their attitude is they shouldn't have to do that. You just shouldn't be allowed to say it on there so that they don't have to worry about going in and blocking this one and blocking that one because they're offensive. You know, they get offensive, uh, offended, and 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 it, Alex, it, it's ridiculous. That's the that's the the complete difference between you and uh, us and them. I should say, not you and I, us and them. We sit here and we don't like 99.9999% of the fucking garbage that comes out of their mouth. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's disgusting. A lot of them should be hung and castrated for the things that they say and do. But at the end of the day, it is a free world. As long as you're not doing disgusting, evil things to, to people, right. hurting people, or threatening people, Right. Say whatever the fuck you want to say. Like you can go out there and say death to America. I hate this country. I want to burn this flag. I may not like it. If I see you, I may want to punch you in the face. Right. But I'm going to fight for the right for you to say that. Go to another country and say death to that country or or fuck this country, this, that and the other. Go on. Go to China and say this. Go to any other country and say these kinds of things and see what happens to you. See what happens. You'll get a knock on the door real fucking quick. Australia, you say anything bad about the government, how they handled the China virus, they'll start knocking on your door. Australia. Yeah, and they were doing it. They, yeah. they were knocking. There's on. videos of it. We see it happen. Just kicking down doors, not even just like knocking. They're kicking doors down. They're killing dogs. They're like, oh, you're coming with me. You said something bad about the government. Oi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. So this is what we're up against. And, Part of the reason why they do it is not only to uh, stop our reach and silence us, but also to demoralize us, to make us not want to post, to not want to fight. Because sure. they, they will do anything they can to try to take the the wind out of our sails. I mean, you know, when when you have an Instagram page with like you, you, you have an Instagram page of 40,000 followers and you have 200 people that see your posts out of less, 40,000. Less, less, 100, 100, right. 100 if I'm lucky. Because... Because you're so shadow banned. And then I'm over it's here. I don't, have, I don't have any account restrictions on an Instagram account. It's like the day it hits 8,000, I go to log into it one morning and, oh, you've been banned. You're gone. You're gone. And literally with no, no violations whatsoever, a week before the midterms, my Facebook page, 42,000 followers, and the engagement uh -huh. goes from frigging a post reach of 10 million down to like 1.8 million. Just like yesterday, I'm noticing a little bit more creep up in engagement a week after the election. I it wish it's wild. <laughs> I wish, dude. I get nothing, nothing. Like nobody, literally, no one sees my content. I have people that have my content alerted. Noted the noti bell is hit, and they're like, "Yo, I don't get any notifications. They don't tell me shit." I like. It, I have people on Facebook last week. They see they, they they had seen I posted something maybe on another page and they were like we were wondering I, I don't see your posts like I, I'm used to seeing your posts every day and I'm not seeing your posts. Shocker! And I'm like, oh. Shocker! They 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 got me hidden. They but got the, me hidden. This is why they're so good at controlling the narrative on these platforms because of things like that. And then you go on to the regular TV and every single commercial like Nevada out here where abortion cannot be changed by any politician. The people voted this in that abortion will be legal like this is this has been voted on by the citizens of the state unfortunately but every commercial leading up to the midterms 
was this politician wants to ban abortion. This politician hated, loved the, the celebrated the Roe v. Wade. And they would put out all these quotes and this, that, and the other. And, and 99.9% of the people watching have no clue that these people have no, that, that they're saying this about have no power to change a goddamn thing in Nevada. They can't do anything as much as they may want to. And they don't tell them that. They just tell them, oh, they're trying to they're going to ban abortion and they're going to imprison people is what they would say for trying for going out of state to get abortions like doctors and and patients. It's It was so wild. And I was like, yo, why don't we put out commercials that detail like nonstop commercials like they do? I saw one once once. I don't watch a lot of TV, so I can't say that. But but on YouTube as well, like all the YouTube commercials were the same thing. I didn't see any on YouTube, but why don't we put in a commercial in your local area, the the Republican Party or the people running? Hey, hey, all these commercials that you're seeing about banning abortion, it's fucking nonsense. They think you're stupid and they won't tell you the full story that you, the people, voted to keep abortion here. So guess what, Nevada? You can have all the abortions that you want. Go for it. As much as I don't like it, go for it. They well, don't tell you that. Why? But they don't. The, the GOP, these candidates are stupid and they don't put out these commercials, whether the what are the platforms, including Fox, won't allow those commercials to air. They won't play them because that's something that happens or they're just they just don't put they don't have the money to put it out there because the GOP won't help them and they're relying on donations. There's so many different variables there. Yeah. But the fact that they're not doing it and trying their hardest and putting up advertisements all over social media that, hey, this is what's going on. They can't change shit in Nevada. This is why they lose because they're playing people's emotions. Not only are they rigging, but they're getting all these people to play their emotions. Then you have the stuff Carrie Lake is posting today. Yeah, what she's posting today. And she po- I, I mean, she posted so much. I said, did you see it down in Mar-a-Lago sitting with Donald Trump? No, I did not. But I, Carrie Lake was posting s- stories of of testimony of of these uh, college kids. All week. Well, college kids, regular people that. Were turned they, they were turned away. Somebody that they were accusing to be an illegal alien who wasn't saying that. Well, you can vote, but before you do that, I want to give a because I want to. We'll talk about Arizona. I'm not understanding. So the people in Nevada, you're saying they voted to keep abortion legal, right? The people yes. in Nevada, that's on the books. Right. It is a law on the books. They can't. No politician can come and change it. I just don't understand why all these all these uh, these Democrats they they want. This is this is what they want. This is what Democrats want throughout the country. I'm just a prom night dumpster baby. I got no mom or dad. Prom night dumpster baby. My story isn't long, but boy, it's awfully sad. And though I came from a hole, and though we came from a hole, I'm singing right from the soul. He's singing right from the soul. My fanny needs a blanket and somebody to spank it. I miss my mom, but she's at the prom. So I'm a prom night dumpster baby. And I'm taking a stroll. I'm taking a stroll. Oh my god. It's absolutely disgusting. That's exactly what they want. No, it's what they want. They want prom night dumpster babies. It's 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 sad. It's really sad. Like I I get I, I I get listen, listen. That is an issue, and it's and it's a tough issue because it's not an issue that I'm willing to bend on, but it is a tough issue. 
and oh, it, it is costing it is costing a lot of votes because they harp on this um it is and it's a it, it's a marketing ploy by the left and they they did a very good single job white females it. came you know they they sent their mail-in ballots in they sing the single white females killed 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 republicans but the, the problem is and i don't know what these the actual answer is yet out our problem is we, we can't abandon arguments. We can't just do something and abandon the argument. We have to argument be, argue it better. And as far as abortion goes, when Liz, Liz uh, uh, Lady G, Lindsey Graham, G. after Roe v. Wade is struck down, he tries to come out with this federal abortion ban. Hey, you dumb more you're you're a he, moron because he's a he is a rhino he's a john mccain bitch he is, he is an he establishment is establishment and he is was uh, in my opinion attempting to willfully sabotage yes. the gop's win any way possible thousand percent like, again that's where gop leadership failed where why didn't they say to him because well, we know why it's rhetorical. Because GOP leadership is just because they, they probably told them to do it. They probably. were probably the ones who instructed but, it. But this is the problem where geo. If we had decent GOP leadership that knew what the hell they were doing, they would say, "You're not, you're, you're not going to bring that up. Are, are you out of your mind? Do you realize what we're trying to do? You know, maybe the GOP leadership that actually wants to win and actually wants to have the majority in the House and the Senate and doesn't want to play with Democrats and doesn't want to have it." Rhinos and Democrats are the same. Are the same. There's, there's no, no, no. It's it's the uniparty. This is what it is. It is one party. They don't give a fuck about us. They care about holding power. They don't care if it's Democrat controlled or, or Republican controlled. Right. It's the same fucking thing. Same They're like, thing. oh, Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell will be there. No worries. Oh, oh, De Nancy Pelosi. Like this is the same. This is the same thing that they've been doing forever. And I say, I say all the time. I'm like, yo, in 2008, when a, when. Uh, Barack Barry Satoro ran. He ran against John McCain. Do you think they cared who went, who won that race? Oh, Do you think it mattered? No. Absolutely not. It was oh. a win-win. They hedged their bet big time, and people were so sick and tired of the Bush wars, the Bush era wars, and and all the things that came along with it that they 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 voted for the black guy. And that is another reason they would like to to put Trump and DeSantis head to head. Have them go at each other. Have those two political powerhouses collide, because if they collided and they were able to somehow succeed with the messaging going forward on splitting the America First movement and the MAGA Republicans in half, completely screwing up the primary, that they could get one of their GOP establishment fucking creatures to walk in and win the primary and have both of them lose, whether it be Mittens Romney, whether it be Mike Pence, whether it be Mike Pence. Pence is definitely on there. Pompeo. That is suck. Yeah, Pence is running. Pompeo's running. Uh, you may see Mitt Romney run. You'll probably see Nikki Haley run. Yeah, you know, you, you're going to see a bunch. I don't, I don't, I, I'm up in the air yet if Ted Cruz is going to run. I think he's going to hold out. I think Jeb yeah. will probably throw his hat in the ring. Yeah, why not? Why not? He's, he, I mean, he's a born loser. Why not? But I will well, say, I will say, the more the merrier. The more the merrier. I want to see 10 to 12 people running in the presidential primary. I would love it too. The debates will be epic. Yeah, just I can't like, wait for the nicknames. The nicknames, the debates, I can't wait for all of it, dude. It's going to be so entertaining. The only problem is, the only thing that sucks is 
we're paying an arm and a leg for everything. Everything is a million gazillion dollars and we have to su- suffer through that. But yeah. everything else is going to be really fun. <laughs> the memes, the entertainment's going to be fucking great. Hopefully everybody can pay their fucking cable bill and watch them. Or pay their <laughs> internet bill and watch it because it's going to be fuck, Dude, it's going to get bad. Like yeah. gas is going to skyrocket. Well, yeah, I, I think gas is going to skyrocket. I mean, Newton, I think the winter is going to be harsh. And I think I think we're going to have a harsh winter in New York. I mean, tonight where I am on Long Island, it's windy and it's like, oh, oh like 31 degrees. Fuck and up that. in Buffalo, they have this crazy winter storm that's dropping like three or four feet of snow, this freak Fuck storm. That. Fuck that. So like it, it's going to be hard for people. I know people that are spending upwards of, of just below five and five dollars a gallon for home heating oil to heat oh, their yeah. homes. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I, it's not ridiculous. Only, thank God I have natural gas, but directly across the street from me, all those houses have home heating oils. And then in the past, you know, three or three weeks or so, I've seen all kinds of different oil trucks just, you know, making deliveries to those houses. And I'm like, man, that sucks. That sucks to have to pay all of that money. And, you know, some of them are locked into contracts or whatever, but still like you, you have to sit there in your house like, oh, we're running out of oil, but we have a contract or the people that don't have a contract and they have to, you know, get oil on demand and pay the premium for it. It, It's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. And most people are living hand to mouth as is when the economy was good. Like, it's not like, like everybody's flushing the pockets. They were doing better when the economy was good, obviously, but it's not like more money in our pockets when Donald Trump was president. Everyone, there is not one person. There is no one that can give an argument and say that they did not have more money in their pocket. No, I, 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 under Donald Trump. I nope. know what their argument is. There, I already know what their argument is. Oh well, that's from the hangover from uh, Barack Obama's shit and die because yeah, I, you're idiots. No. Like no. they're fucking dumb. But that's their only argument. That's the only thing that they will bring to the table. That is literally my 401k and my investment funds and my retirement fund. I'm self-employed, by the way, and I was self-employed during the Obama years as well. Was not growing and as good as it was. In the Trump in the Trump years, I'm sorry, it was not. Oh no, and absolutely not. You're thousand percent right, dude. Two one k. But that's that's the the mental gymnastics that these idiots like to do to try to frame that. Oh, it's it wasn't Donald Trump. It wasn't him. It was the the policies that Obama instilled right. as he was leaving, and that's it. Took that many years, about two years, for it to take effect, and then this, that, and the other. Like that's the literally like I could see them doing fucking yep. the mental gymnastics in my head on the balance beam, like just trying to do. All these flips to explain as to why it wasn't Donald Trump because this is what they do. Tell me they don't. Oh, you're and, right. And 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 that's the only argument that they're going to have. But that, that it's 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 a straw man's argument. There's 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 no argument to be had. You can look directly at the policies. You can look at directly at what's going on with the gas. Like again, we've talked about this on the show, Alan, multiple times. The gas price is going from where they were on the national average to where they are now in this short period of time is 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 not. By accident, this is 100% by by design and done on purpose. This administration could very easily make us energy independent again. Donald Trump even said it in his 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 speech. He's like, "We have more liquid gold underneath us than any other country in the world, yet we're buying it from other nations." Why? Yeah. Why? Completely just destroying our reserves. I mean, dwindling. And this is Donald uh, Trump. Donald Trump got into office and they were in really bad shape and he refilled them. 
He filled them to the brim. He like filled them to the tippy tippy top because oil cans of oils were net negative. Like that's how cheap oil was because we were energy independent because we were producing so much of our own oil. We were exporting oil. We were selling oil to other countries and making money rather than buying it from uh, buying it from other nations and being dependent. Like look what's going on in Europe. They're begging Russia. They're like, hey, please. Can you sell us oil? Saudi, hey, please, can you sell us oil? Nope, nothing. Begging. Those people that are in the chats right now, wherever you're in the chats, just put in how much your your either your home heating oil is a gallon right now or the gas for your car is in, in your car right now or if you've seen a spike in your electric bills for energy costs, anything that you see a dr- dramatic price in, just sound off where you're from. We'll be looking at them and and how much, especially gas for your car. And if you if you uh, heat your home with heating oil, how much a gallon you're you're paying for heating oil? Uh, I'm I'm really curious to see around the country what people are paying. But you were talking about uh, you you started to bring up Arizona. Yeah, Carrie mm-hmm. Lake was with. Um, I posted a photo of it on my Facebook earlier today, and I said, Oh, could, could this be the dream team? And she was at Mar-a-Lago. Almost looked like maybe JD Vance was sitting at the table too. There were, there were some heavy hitters at the table. She had her back turned. Donald Trump was at the end of the table. It looked like they were sitting under. A, I don't know. If they might have been sitting under an umbrella outside or whatever. And uh, they were there in uh, in heavy conversation. I know she has a legal team set up. She's trying to do some legal battles with the because uh, you know people vote. There were more votes for the treasurer that yeah. no one that literally no one knew who was running. More votes for the treasurer than they were for the governor. Seven forty nine a gallon in Hudson, New York. Is that for gas for your car or home heating oil? And is that regular gas? Seven forty nine a gallon. Three hundred a month in Connecticut. For what? Uh, I guess their home heating bill, their home oil bill. Three hundred a month. It, it, it also depends on your square footage. It, 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 the monthly bill um, depends on your you know, the size of your house and the shape of your house and how energy efficient your house is built. That that all factors in. Uh, but just the just just the the cost per per gallon is ridiculous. It's out of control. Right now, uh, regular gas, just regular unleaded gas, is uh, where I am on Long Island. It was three. I actually filled up uh, this morning for three sixty nine. In another place down the road, it was three eighty nine. You'll see about a twenty cent, thirty cent all difference. the time. I go to Co- I go to Costco. I go to Costco and get my gas. Um, cause it's, it's much, much cheaper. A home, me, I put through, I, huh? a home heating kerosene, seven forty nine a gallon. Yeah. And no, I think kerosene is more expensive than gas home heating that's, kerosene. That's crazy. Seven forty nine. Yeah, in Pens- Western Pennsylvania, it's $4 a gallon. And Riley says that, uh, tons of people are shopping. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Um, which is wild. <laughs> um, which is wild. I and mean, it is the holidays. It is the holidays. The holidays. Uh, people are going to be spending more money for Thanksgiving. I know so many people that have downsized their Thanksgiving because they, they just, they don't want to ask people to chip in. They don't want to have people cook and they just want to like, there are big families that are just splitting up in their immediate families because they just don't have the money to have a big gathering where to me, if you have that big a family, you, you should be doing the potluck thing and telling everyone in your family to make something and bring it. Regular yep. gas is 380 Hudson, New York. All right. So regular gas is like three. That's about what it is on Long Island, also. So it is four for, for I pay premium right now. Yeah. Uh and it at Costco it's four sixty nine. Everywhere else it's over five dollars. 
so I've I put a gas in my wife's car today. She hers takes premium and um it's uh I think it was like four I want to say it was like four sixty-nine or four seventy-nine a gallon. Vegas is the second or third highest uh gas prices in the nation. Um always always was at the top California of the is ridiculous. Oh, it's ridiculous. California is number one, but but Vegas is always at the top of the of the list, even when the economy's good. Like our gas, like I remember when I moved to Vegas from New Jersey, I couldn't yeah. believe like it was almost a dollar more expensive out here in Vegas when gas was cheap than it right. was in New Jersey. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is crazy. I was like, it may be cheaper to cheaper to live and everything, but this is where they get you at the pump. Chester, um, Virginia, the average is 371 to 389. So that's like on par with New York, too. It's just, I guess it's well, obviously he's got turkey everywhere for 98 cents a pound. Well, because they're probably running wild in Western Pennsylvania. Where just chilling. Western Pennsylvania? Wow. That's yeah, they're probably good. running wild, just chilling. People are just picking them off and you need should, to sell them. You should get a trunk load of them, come down to Long Island, and you could probably get a dollar 25 or a dollar 50 a pound. Well, Costco <laughs> was doing a dollar a pound when I went over there. They were doing dollar. They were, huh? No, a dollar a pound, you said? Yeah, Costco is 99 cents a pound. So I went and bought a 20 pound turkey, put it in the freezer for when I get back from vacation. Um, well, that's right. you're, like, gonna, you're, you're gonna be in Bermuda for Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be eating Thanksgiving dinner on the beach uh with my with my girls' family, and uh they're the ones taking us down. It's all expense paid trip. I'm very thankful and very blessed. Um, but I've never been down to the Bahamas, never been to Atlantis. Um, we're gonna be there for Thanksgiving. My parents are gonna be in Vegas at my house watching my puppy dog. She just got a uh we took her to the vet today to get her allergy shot. And I, our vet's the best. God bless him. He's like some like eighty-five-year-old dude. Um, I think his son gambled a fuck ton, and he had to keep the the practice going to pay off his son's debts. Had to keep sticking his thumb in dogs' buttholes. So yeah, he but but he also you could tell he genuinely cares about the dogs. Like you could just tell. And uh, he gave. He's like he's. I, I was telling him how Marley's not doing well on the tile. She needs boots. I was asking if he had any uh, recommendations for ointment and things like that for the blisters that she's getting. And he's like, not really. I was, and I said, I was like, we're thinking about getting her a wheelchair, but wheelchairs cost like three hundred to five hundred dollars. Like they're not cheap for a dog. Yeah. Um, and she's not like she doesn't need it, need it, but it it will help her a lot. Like in certain situations when she's on tile or when she wants to play, because she still wants to play, she just doesn't have the balance or coordination to do so. So it'll allow her to do a little bit more. Um, and he's like, "Hey, follow me," and walked me right back and gave me a wheelchair for free. Um, gave you a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. He gave me a wheelchair for free. Um, so we we were before the show. Me and my girl were getting her fitted and testing it out, and she she she's she's not used to it. She's struggling with it. Of but, not. Uh, it's like oh uh, yeah, you know when you yeah, when it's, you a it's a big contraption. It's a big contraption. You're like, what the hell is this thing? I got a on wheels. There was there's a guy who lives in my neighborhood. I have a German Shepherd. He has a German Shepherd, and I something happened to its hind legs or whatever. I hip dysplasia. A lot of German Shepherds yeah. get the hip dysplasia. That's no, what I, I thought Molly had. This this was more than that. There, there's this there's, there's something else, and uh. I think he, he I forget what it was. And um he's you saw him walking today and it looks like like that uh chariots of fire. It looks like the horse with the with the chariot in the back. Yep. The, yep. Yeah, more of the one we got for free was all neon and colored and it's weird looking, but pride colors? Huh? Did you get the pride colors? Uh no, it's like orange and neon neon green. Um fly the uh, fly the rainbow flag. I would love to fly the rainbow flag. Um but yeah, she got her first little wheelchair, and I'm excited to get her comfortable with it, and hopefully she can play and 
uh, do a little bit more activity because she wants to. Right. We we got we got completely off track. We started talking about Carrie Lake in Arizona, and then we started talking about gas prices again because we were looking at the chats. But yeah, Carrie Lake was at the table with Donald Trump, and uh, I don't uh, I don't foresee it because of what's going on in Arizona. I don't either. You know I'm saying I I know where I, you're going. I I don't know if she's gonna be on the short list for a vice president pick. I did hear that. Leaning towards a female running mate, and I also heard that there was a short list of three. Heard that from pretty solid sources. And who's um, who's who's those three? Do you know? No, the the sources are sworn to secrecy. I'm three women or three candidates. No, I think three candidates. But I then I also heard that you know they're leaning towards a a woman. I don't know. You know, I. I'm wondering if um, Rick Grinnell is. I on think that's the, a great choice. I think the, that's a phenomenal choice. Rick Grinnell is currently working for the former president, and mm-hmm. he has him traveling all over the world doing various things. And um, former uh, acting director of national intelligence. Yeah, and very he was important. an ambassador to Germany, I believe. Right. Yep. Yep. Very, very important. Um, First cabinet member to be openly gay, and I think even Donald Trump gave him some sort of an award. Was it, no, wasn't that. Donald Trump's Surgeon General gay too? I don't. I thought he was the gay black dude. I don't know if he was gay. I just know that Rick Grinnell he was definitely got, feminine. No, if he was, I know Rick Grinnell got some sort of recognition for it. Um, wow. But <sighs> not, not that not that that matters. But I. I wear but no, a- that would sway. You have to look at it how emotional people are, and that would sway votes because they only look at the outside thing. They don't. If if they looked at the policy and and the actions of these people, the the results would be totally different. Right. It would not. It, they they look at identity. They look at the surface level. Show, oh, Rick Arnell's gay. He's one of us. Like, kind of thing. Or oh, that's a woman. This, that, and the other. Oh, that's a black person. This, that, and the other. Like that's what they look at. They don't care about what they do or what they accomplish. I. I so we typically when when it when a a presidential candidate is looking one thing I think it might be a big thing also that they look for in a vice presidential candidate and I've mentioned this before is what can they bring to the ticket differently that the presidential candidate already isn't bringing meaning a different demographic of voter Mike Pence is a perfect example Mike Pence who brought all the Bible bunnies and the evangelists to 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 the ticket. For Donald Trump, one hundred percent, he was very effective in doing that. Yep. Um, just like that was their play with Kamala Harris. She's just black enough, and she's a woman. We know that Joe Biden wanted to make a slave owner, right? We want Joe Biden wanted nothing to do with having her as a vice president. We know that he's a the entire president. Democratic Party right. wanted nothing to do right. with her. I don't get it. You know, so that is a you know the, the I tell you what though. The most, what I can think of right now, the most progressive Democratic presidential ticket, I would, I could see them trying to shove down America's throat and getting a lot of traction with the progressives is Kamala Harris as president and Pete Buttplug Buttigieg as VP or vice versa or vice versa. Um, Or, 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 and I know you're, I already know your answer in response. 
I already know your answer and response, but she's back in the news again, talking about some ridiculous nonsense. Big Mike! And she actually uh, just made a statement that she has no interest. She just made a statement today or yesterday she has no interest in running for president of the United States. I, I, I get that. I get that. I get that. But again, we're st- it's still early. It's yeah, still but when early. You, when, you, when you make a statement like that, and then you when you're asked directly and you say that, and then you do it, it doesn't look good. Um, How again, many times does the Democrats make statements and say something and do the complete opposite right, and well, nobody nobody remembers a week later? Nobody. Right. right. I don't I don't think the Obamas um, want anything to do with living in the White House or anything to do with that spotlight because of what they got going on behind the scenes. I don't I don't I don't I don't see it at all. Yeah, if, but I mean, if she uh, did, the, the thing is, the thing is, because we can all see it. We can all see it, and we're going to talk about this in a second as well. They are going to try to do anything to stop Donald Trump from winning. And this is, again, why why I see him being the best candidate. The establishment would not be attacking him in the way that they're doing if he wasn't a threat. Sorry. They can, ac- they can accomplish this division without attacking him, his family, the way that they're attacking him. So he is a big, big threat. To the establishment why would they go and do that and go through all that effort to stop him if he wasn't a threat now he's a threat now now that he's in there the second time he's already got his bearings underneath him if he gets in he's already understood who's on who, who he can trust who who he doesn't really know and who's not not trustworthy and it's a lot bigger than it was in 2016. He says all the time, the swamp is way bigger than I ever expected. Sure. There is way bigger than I ever expected. So now he has a leg up. And now not only that, he knows he's not running for re-election. He right. knows that he's he he could pull out all the stops because it doesn't matter what the people think. It doesn't matter. He's not going to have to worry about getting elected again. He can he he can he could take the gloves off and he could he could do and say a lot, things that he wasn't able to do in his first term because he knew he had to have the people behind him to get enough votes. Right. He knew he had to get that and he had to wake people up to understand what was going on. And he did a very good job with that. Look at look at how many people see the media for what it is. Millions that didn't see this before. These these Fox watchers are still not are still questioning it. It's crazy. The numbers are down across the board, across the board. And that's a big, big deal. And that's all credit to Donald Trump calling them out in a very public way. Look at big pharma. There's so many people questioning big pharma. And that comes from people starting to think for themselves and not just taking the media media's word for it. Cause they spent trillions and trillions of dollars to get us to do those things. Right. So I think they will do anything to stop Donald Trump from winning. And I'm not saying that it's a definite. I'm not saying that it's it's going to happen. I'm saying it's a possibility. I'm saying I would not be surprised if this comes down the pipeline and Big Mike throws his dick in the ring. Um, because if they can't find a strong enough candidate that could run against Donald Trump, like for whatever reason, the GOP doesn't elect Kevin McCarthy and, and things start to get done. Like I, I we're going to, we're going to play the video of the announcement that the G, the, the GOP yeah. made today. But the point, the point is if something gets accomplished, which I don't think it's going to, I think they're grandstanding. I think it's, it's a, a, a big load of nonsense in my opinion, but let's just say something does happen and things do get exposed. 
they're going to be in a lot bigger trouble going into 2024. What if what if there is no Kevin McCarthy and it's a Freedom Caucus leader who's the, the head of the GOP and they start they start bringing people for with subpoena power into committees and they start subpoenaing people and putting this stuff out for public to see. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Do I think do I do do I have faith that it's going to absolutely not? I doubt it. But let's just say it, it does. Things things will change very quickly. Things things will change very very quickly, and it'll be very difficult for them to find a candidate that they could put out there with the American public to get behind. I still think the Obamas hold favor with the Democrat. Uh, I guess the the Democrats that are still part of that party, the people that are still voting Democrat across the line. This is why they wheel him out for Fetterman. This is why they wheel him out right before the election and did all these things. He still holds favor with a lot of people. That name carries a lot of weight. And sure. I think if Big Mike went up there, I don't I, I I would be nervous about Big Mike. That's the only person I would be really nervous about. Oh, Everybody, like really think about who else they could put up there. Listen, they're they're uh, they don't really they do certain things smart and they do a lot of things really dumb. Really dumb. And I don't I don't think they're one, I don't think uh Big Mike, Michelle Obama, for those who don't know. Um, I just don't see it happening. But to your point earlier, they, the Republicans came out um, and they uh, they get a little press conference about um, basically putting uh, Biden's on notice. All talk. And it, what's that? Another all talk situation. I want action. Well, it's a start. It's a start. It Let's see what happens. They were they were never in a spot to to for any action. No, like no action could have happened. Un, un, understandable. Like, I, I get I get that I get no. that. But, but but again again they should they should have been they had the evidence they had the laptop they had all of this stuff. What could they have done with it? Put it out for the world to see. Everybody said, I, I mean, was, okay, but then what? Now it's coming coming from Congress. Now it's like, everybody they, like, knows it's real. It's it's in it's in the congressional record. Matt Gates, yes, Matt that. Gates put it in. Yes, and he, you know, so I mean, the, now is the time where at least the Republicans have the House that they something can be done. Yes, power and they have investigation power. The biggest thing I can't wait for is in January. Is when they dissolve the January sixth commission. That's going to be. I, I'm. I'm. I'm going to. Well, just you hear all the FBI whistleblowers coming out saying that they're taking FBI agents off of child trafficking stuff, all to focus on January sixth, and they don't know why. Of course. Well, we know why, but no, they. I'm saying they don't know why. Like they're like they're like why we're working on very important stuff. Like this makes no sense, and this is why they're blowing the whistle. Right. So let's. I, we got the video here of the Republicans. And uh, let's just let's, let's, yeah, let's check let's this go. out. And go. We are releasing a report today that details what we have uncovered. We are also sending letters to the Biden administration officials and Biden family associates renewing our request for voluntary production of documents relevant to this investigation. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, the president of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. National Security Interests require the committee conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by 
and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, and that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress. So I, I, I love what I hear. I absolutely, I just, I want to point something out. That's very important really quick of what he said. What I hear because early on, you heard a lot of people, a lot of people saying, we have to look into Hunter Biden. We have to look into Hunter Biden. We have to look into Hunter Biden. And then you would hear from the left. Well, Hunter Biden's not the president. Well, they have a point. They absolutely have a point. It's the son of the president. Who gives a shit, right? Very important thing that they said. Investigation of Joe Biden, the president. Because Mm -hmm. that's really hasn't been said. It's all been, why aren't we looking into Hunter Biden and his business dealings? 1,000%. But but you also Mm -hmm. go ahead. No, go ahead. But you also have to factor in, and I hundred percent agree with you. And I think that's that's really important. But what Jim Jordan says in his statement shortly after is he talks directly about the business dealings that his father knew about with China, with Ukraine and Burisma. He and that was that was my favorite part of everything. He put it all on the table. And I say all the time, I said it literally last week. I want to root for Jim Jordan. He's a national champion wrestler. I'm a big time. I go to the national championship with my father every single year. It's a big, it's a big deal to me. I love college wrestling, big fan of Olympic wrestling, and I want to root for the guy. It's a lot of it's a lot of all talk. And, and and I get what you're saying. Nothing can be done. Nothing can be done. Well, it, you're, ab- it, you're, it you're absolutely right. And, 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 now. and I, I bring up the same point when we talk about people that they want people to get arrested. I'm like, yo, if they get arrested. Who's prosecuting? America Garland's not prosecuting a damn person like no one's going to face charges. Like, so go ahead, arrest them. No one's going to see a day in court ever. Like, what are we talking about? And even it's, if they did see a day in court, they would, there would be no convictions if it was a D.C. court yeah, exactly. or from Washington, D.C. So, yeah, and, and just so everybody's aware, getting arrested, and, and this is so I have, I have very close friends that are judges and family members that are, that are high-ranking people in police departments. Getting arrested is only a formality. It means handler nothing. would have that, Alan. What's that? I said a handler would have high connections. I am the handler. I am a CIA PSYOP undercover fed sent here to infiltrate the uh, uh, conspiracy theorist and truther movement. Fuck. Fuck. And to track, surveil, and record and report everything that you're all doing. Oh, fuck. He got me, guys. Everybody. Especially rodent 
tinfoil hat wearing rabbits. So anyway, <laughs> let me let me continue. Lost <laughs> track where I was saying. Uh, <laughs> I just had a brain. You were, you were talking about uh, about people getting arrested and tried in DC. Oh, yeah, you have so, high so, friends in New York. I'm just saying, like in general. I said you're a, ha- a handler would have those connections. In 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 general, in general, I gotta put my <laughs> I gotta put, I gotta get back into my psyop personality. Give me a second. All right. Hold well, on. I gotta switch gears. Hold on. <laughs> let me switch. Let me let me let me switch up gears here. Everybody out there, everybody out there, especially the Foxhole family. I have my CIA psyop hand so far up James Curry's ass that oh, he I literally me, he fucking got me. Literally forced his co-host to leave the show so I can take over We the People Radio yep. and infiltrate. Yep. And and they left me because they found out I'm a fraud. They, I just want to put that out there to yep. everybody. So. Ooh, ooh. Who made them think that I'm a fraud? I guess it was Alan. <laughs> yeah, it was Alan. Must have, Alan must have planted that seed. Oh, son of a bitch, dude. Don't like, ever accept. Why would you do? I, I'll tell you this, everybody. Don't ever accept a laptop from me as a gift, okay? <laughs> don't ever accept a laptop from me as a gift. <sighs> One yeah. truther made that mistake, and I know everything about his life, okay? All right, let's just let's just let's just say that right there. I'm an undercover CIA informant. <sighs> Damn it, Alan. Damn I am it. Roger Stone. Rudy Giuliani's and General Flynn's handler. I handle all three of them. They are under my complete control. All of them. So I guess I guess you're my handler too. Fuck. God, he got me, guys. I don't know what to do. Alan's got control of me. I say and do whatever he wants. And uh, yes. Fuck, dude. God damn it. Have you shined your shoes yet? Have not done. Um, have you picked he up is now, He now owns all the rights to We the People Radio I mean, and is the ruler long. of the world. Uh, Alan Jacoby, ladies and gentlemen. So getting arrested means absolutely nothing. It's a formality. Everything in court—that's where it comes down to what you're presenting as your defense, what they're presenting, and 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 the burden of proof on who it falls on, and eventually, if there's a conviction, jury appears, and all that bullshit. But getting arrested means nothing. I mean, nothing. nothing. Just like when Donald Trump. When Donald Trump gets invited in, in, indicted in the next 90 days from the DOJ, because they have that planned, that with the special counsel, the far no, 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 that nothing to do with the special ed counsel, nothing to do with the, <laughs> the special ed counsel, which I'm going to infiltrate that as well as a CIA psyop. So we don't have to worry about that. The big bad orange man will be well, at least you're doing something good, Alan. Because Alan Jacoby will come to the rescue. So, <laughs> Donald Trump will be president. I am personally going to make General Flynn the Secretary of Defense, and we'll all be okay. All right, so just don't worry about it. <laughs> We're all good, guys. And, and, and the state Thank of Israel is going to be Alan. We should we should do and say whatever yeah. he, he says, yeah. and he's right all the time. He may be five foot two, yeah. and he he needs a, a, a booster seat, but he rules the world. And and the state of Israel will become the fifty first United United States. So, the state. <laughs> no, Israel's gonna have its own flag. Oh, um, don't even get them started. Don't even, like it's How so funny. I'm what, what, doing? How are we doing on Foxhole? Are they got we gonna be making them crazy over there. Oh yeah, they're 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 laughing over there. Um, <laughs> but uh, but well, I, I'll make a statement about Justin at the end of the show. So tune in for that. Uh, it needs to be said. And I so, know you're listening, you stupid fuck. But um. Here we go. So you're right. You can arrest anybody. You can arrest anybody. I wanted to just finish that thought. Donald Trump, when, if and when, and I think when the DOJ 
attempts to indict him again. I, not, I nothing to do with the special counsel. That's something completely separate. That they'll they'll find something to indict him on, most likely. Some bullshit. He will use that indictment cleverly against them in his favor. I truly believe he is It'll that backfire, just like everything else. How many things do they do to him that backfire? Like even the Mar-a-Lago raid was a major backfire. Like they did not get the response that they thought they were going to. It, it, everything that they do, and I. I a lot of them, I think, are stupid. Like, like me and you, as an average individual, after the fact, I'm look well at it. We're like, yo, why? Why would they do that? Like, that doesn't. Like, that's not even a smart move. 100%. Like, it happens all the time. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not no political. I'm no political strategist. I'm not a handler like Alan. I don't work for the CIA. I'm some idiot that smokes pot and just researches shit in the internet and comes on here and gives you guys my opinion on shit that I think is going on. That's all the fuck I do. Actually, now I just do what Alan says because he's he handles me. But um, if I could sit here and watch this is this is how I I handle. Yeah, just handles my balls and I handle. Uh, But uh, (laughs) if I could sit here and look what's going on and be like, yo, that was not a smart move that like that definitely was not a smart move. Like, look at this. Look at this whole this whole bombing situation with Ukraine. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Like you're looking at it. They, they sent a missile out. It's clearly a Ukrainian missile. It hit our NATO ally, Poland. And then they're like, Oh, Russia sent it. Right. And now, now they're like, Oh, wait a second. Never mind. It was, it was a Ukrainian missile, but it was a total accident mishap. We were trying to shoot down a Russian missile, but it missed. And you know, the mental gymnastics continue. And I think that they knew the entire time and that psycho Zelensky literally was hoping to to provoke NATO to get involved, get us involved, spark World War Three, and then hold his other hand out asking for more money. This we should not be giving them any military. They are not a member of NATO. Poland is. That was a bomb sent over to Ukra- uh, from Ukraine, not a Russian bomb, Russian missile. It was a Ukrainian missile, and it hit Poland, our NATO ally. If you want to sit here and scream NATO this, NATO that, this is right now currently a NATO ally, and you just dropped a missile on them. We should immediately cut all funding and cut any. We should have done this well before. But if this if you're looking at this situation and it's still listening to the media, you have to really listen. Think about this. You're screaming NATO, 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 NATO. Ukraine is not a part of NATO. Poland is. Ukraine just dropped a missile on a NATO ally. We should no longer fund them. It, we, we shouldn't go into a war. That's definitely what they want, but we should definitely cut funding and stop giving them money. Right. Hey, speaking of, what did you just say? You said something that sparked me into this. NATO no, missiles, just, Ukraine. Uh, you're a faggot. Uh, oh, government funding. Government funding. Yes. Okay, good, good, good. So uh, the, maybe there's, I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know if you saw, I sent this to you earlier. Um, maybe there's some gamers on on in, in some of the chats but did you see the thing the u.s government is funding a disinformation video game called cat park did you see this no. no okay i like when you don't see something and i can bring it to you foundation for freedom online u.s government funding disinformation video game cat park leaked state department mem- memo reveals uh <clears throat> the u.s 
government produce a cat-themed disinformation video game to inoculate young people against populist news content. The game aspires to create a psychological vaccination against fake news in those surfing social media. The U.S. and U.K. government plan to embed the game in local schools and educational curricula around the world, especially ahead of elections. With the internet, only two things are certain, the global appeal of cat videos and the pervasiveness of disinformation. So begins a government memorandum recently circulated by the U.S. State Department's Global Engagement Center titled Cat Park, Cat Park a new online game to inoculate youth against disinformation. Uh, re- recently obtained by America and reviewed by Foundation for Freedom Online. The memo dated October 31st this year details a government plan to roll out a new taxpayer-funded online game called Cat Park. The game is billed as a product that inoculates players against real-world disinformation by showing how sensational headlines, memes, and manipulated media can be used to advance conspiracy theories and incite real-world violence. So... Matt, it's going to be all QAnon. It's going to be all fucking anti-vax. It's going to be all of this fucking nonsense. This is what we're up against, dude. So, so this is uh, Cat Park builds on the success of the first game funded by GEC Harmony Square. Cat Park inoculates players against real-world disinformation, blah, 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 sensationalized headline that incites real-world violence. The game available now in English, Dutch, French, and Russian with more language versions to come based on post requests helps players discern between reliable and unreliable information. Action requests. Posts are encouraged to promote this free. And then it goes on. So it says, however, there is more going on here than a simple cat-themed video game. As this report will explain... The GEC appears to be using taxpayer dollars to fund behavioral modification propaganda games intended to make young people around the world view populist content online as being de facto disinformation. To understand the full story, we will explore the Cat Park game itself, break down the GEC memo, and then reveal the bigger picture of where this all came from and what's behind it. Cat Park, vaccinating young people against distrust in the government aimed at young people aged 15 years and up cat park purports <clears throat> to be a, a, a adventure where a, a player takes on the role of a disinformation agent recruited into a shadowy social media pressure campaign in the game's plot the player assumes the role of a social media user who makes memes and news headlines to energize local citizens to stop the construction of a local park for cats hence cat park then the player realizing they have been spreading disinformation must repent for their memes that resulted in the park getting canceled. The major crux of plot tension in the game is the concern that the cat park being built by the city's mayor <clears throat> only serves the city's upper income residents. Thus, populist resentment lurks within the lower income strata at the city who believes their own needs are being neglected by government officials. So this game... Oh, so let me see if I can if I can do this. This is uh, headline exercise one. I'm gonna. Pr- I haven't pressed play. I'm gonna see how this works. I can hear that. Make it big screen. I can't. Yes, you can. There's a. There's got to be a big screen button. It, hit, it the rumble, hit, the, hit the rumble button. Yeah. Okay. That'll take. There you go. There you go. There you go. Now hit play. Now make that ship. Yeah. See, Alan, we're teaching right, you technology. Up. You you can teach an old dog some new tricks. Oh, 
So this is what the game is supposed to look like, improving city. Solid stuff. You really messed with people's emotions. That's interesting. Dude, this is, but this is what we're up against, man. This is exactly like they're going to put this in the hands of young children. This is how they're going to be raised. They're going to be shaped and molded. And the, 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 they did the same thing to our generations in different ways and in different areas. They didn't, it wasn't disinformation, but it was food. It was, uh, uh, Look at the socialism, all the things that they indoctrinated us with. Now they're now they're teaching you know how they blame video games on shootings and violence. Everything and violent video games. Everything. Right. Everything. So now this now in schools is supposed to teach kids alert. You are a disinf disinformation a agent. You right. need to be stopped. Delete, delete, delete. Like that's that's what they're doing. If this isn't if this isn't wasteful spending um and aimed at i mean it's aimed at conservatives it's aimed at everything conservative because that that those are the ones the government we are we are the ones that apparently spread tons, tons of tons of anti-vax tons of anti-vax disinformation QAnon violence this that and the other January sixth this uh, rigging elections that it's going to be all of that balled up into a stupid video game where they're going to be showing these kids like hey if you see any of this make sure you alert and become oh there's this people over there there's this they're the ones aren't wearing masks and become snitches and rats. Just like the rest of these cucks. And this is why I say it's a blessing that we're able to see through this bullshit. It truly, it's a blessing and a curse. It really is. Yeah. And it, it, ignorance is bliss. I see that very much. And I, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I'd much rather be awake and aware of the evil that, that surrounds me and what they're trying to do and try to play that game rather than the fake game that they make everybody else play. Cat Park. You can't, so you just, just, just watch that there if your kids are going to be playing cat park in school and you'll know that they're trying to inoculate them against the fake news that conservatives are, are putting out. And at this point in the game, at this point in the game, if your kids are going to public school and I, I, I get the reasons why uh, you have work, this, that, and the other, you got to pay the bills. Uh, you, it's really difficult to work on a single. Attention. Huh? You but gotta pay that, that's the thing. That's the thing. You have to pay attention. You have to, you have to check in on what your kid's learning in school. You have to look at what your teacher's teaching. You have to make sure that you're aware of what these, these people are putting in your child's mind. Cause just like in Mao regime, China, they got the children to turn on their parents and turn their parents in. This is what happened. And they are using these games now to indoctrinate these children. They're doing things that kids, like they're using Elmo for the jab. Like they're telling children on Sesame Street, like, hey, we all need to get jabbed. We all need to get the juice. Like Elmo's on there. It's fucking disgusting. Why are we telling these kids this? They're doing all these tranny stuff with kids. Why? Because they're indoctrinating the children. They're taking them to things that they would enjoy. Story hour. Like right. when you were a kid, you got taken to story hour. Like Tran when you were a little- bingo, drag queen bingo. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? It makes no sense. 
So now you see things like this. It's it's par for the course. And you, if you're a parent, it's it's completely up to you. You cannot kick the can down the curb, count down the road. You have to make sure you watch what your children is being taught in school. Uh, even if you send them to a private school, you have no idea what these teachers are about. Like you, you, you sh- if you send them to a private school, I hope you're interviewing these places and checking these places out before you send them. But right. public school, especially if you're not homeschooling your child. You need to be very hyper aware of what they're being taught because this is absolutely disgusting. They make it fun. It's a game. Like kids are like, yeah, let's go play this game. They don't know anything. Like I remember being a kid, they had computer games like jumpstart for third grade and like jumpstart for typing. And they were like video games to teach you how to type on a keyboard or like things to, to get you ready for third grade that were fun. And I would play them as a little kid. And I was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. It's a little video game. And that was more fun to me. And I learned more doing that than sitting at a desk and listening to a teacher right yeah it's it's wild pay attention to what your kids are doing you know and it's it's they're they want to they want to program your kids everything's on the level you know riley yep there's there's, riley's 100 percent right he said this was going on in germany right before world war ii oh yeah thousand percent this is exactly they opened up the first transgender bar and strip club uh, they were one of the first people to, to oh, in Germany. Oh, I bet yeah. you they were doing scat films in the bathroom. Oh, they were doing yeah, disgusting, disgusting things. All the books that they burned, they were they were all the transgender gender dysphoria books that they were pushing on people. Like this is what was going on in Germany, World War pre World War Two. Riley's a hundred percent right, and you know who it was. You know who it was. Who was it? <laughs> the shifty guys. Those shifty guys. So. Kanye was right. <laughs> Kanye was right. Um, I wanted to, so back to this whole Arizona debacle where oh, you wanted to circle back away from Kanye being right. Go ahead. No, I, cause I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm, I, busting, I'm busting balls. Dude. I'm just, about, you're just hand, handling the conversation. Oh, Alan. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't care about Kanye West. I don't care about the Jews. I don't give a shit. It really makes no, no difference to me. You know, it is what it is. They control we, all, we can all we can all jump up and down and 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 cry about it, but you know it is what it is. It's the truth. And, That's um, what it is. I'm gonna dominate the conversation because I'm a CIA psyop, and I have. I'm saying you're handling the conversation. I'm, just, I'm I, letting I, it be known for the people that are watching. I ha- I have <laughs> to still answer. I still have to answer to Hebrew Harry, so I have to control the narrative. <laughs> oh so man, this guy's he's got some real thick up. curls. Is he is is he one of those or is he? <laughs> Like a Ben Shapiro, is or yeah. a Charlie Kirk, Charlie Charlie Cuck, big head. Yeah, cuck. Bull, yeah. Which which one are we dealing with here? Is Hebrew Harry? <laughs> Let our audience know. That should be that should be a superhero, Hebrew Harry. Um, <laughs> they don't want you to know that they exist. No, they just um, lurk in the shadows. <laughs> Who can it be now? Mm. So, Roger Stone was on. Uh, um, you know, one of the many people that I handle, he was on uh, Infowars. Alex Jones, someone else that I, I've been handling for quite a long time. Um, he was on Infowars, and they were talking about the you know Arizona, and basically Roger Stone is just laying out proof. You know, just just talking about the election theft in Arizona, which what I was talking about on Tuesday. Yeah. So my, my stance on that is, we know that there was 
that there was cheating all over the place. And again, mm-hmm. especially in Arizona, Arizona is like, it seems to be a hotbed because again, I go back to, you're not going to tell me people were voting more for uh, a Republican treasurer and not voting for the Republican governor. So I'm going to go and I'm going to vote for this nobody Republican treasurer. And I'm going to vote for the racist Katie Hobbs who hides in bathrooms from reporters for governor. That's what I'm going to do. But yeah, that, that's that's where we're at. So he did an interview. It's uh, I, I kind of clipped it where we 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 wanted to start listening to it, and uh, but just see what he uh, see what he has to say. Is Roger the old classic on. retro Donnie? I got a lot. I love retro Donnie, dude. On on Wars, yeah. So that is, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day whether we nominate former President Donald Trump or whether we nominate Governor DeSantis or who we nominate if we can't have free, fair, honest, transparent elections. What's just happened in Arizona is an abomination. Uh, the, the ballots that were tested the night before the election uh, are, uh, are the correct 19 inches long. On election day, the paper ballots that are sent to only Republican precincts are 20 inches long. The machines are specifically made not not to accept them. Uh, In one case, an election judge I spoke to said a person tried to get the tabulator to receive their ballot 15 times and it was rejected. Well, it's rejected because the, the trays inside the tabulator are not made to take that paper. Now, this wasn't done by accident. This was done willfully. The, the, the ballots that were used to do the tests the night before um, weren't even done by the printer at the polling place, as required by law. Um, they were printed at a central location. So uh, if we're going to have fraudulent elections, does it matter who we nominate? Does it matter how we illustrate the issues? Does it matter if our candidate wins in the presidential debates? Uh, you cannot tell me in an election in which if you added the vote that went to all of the Republican candidates for Congress, there's between three and five million more people voted Republican in the last election, yet we're expected to believe that they retained the Senate. We're expected to believe that we only narrowly won the House. Uh, this is the single most important issue for Trump to address. This, If this issue is not fixed, well, then there's no point in having an election. Uh, as I have said mm-hmm. on this show and elsewhere, if a person steals a car and there's no consequences for stealing that car, that person is going to go out and steal another car. I would say this for the for the globalists, uh, the Democrats and their handmaidens in the mainstream media. They had between 2020 and 2022 to perfect their stealing. Uh, One of the problems they had in 2020 was making the total number of ballots cast match the number of ballots that they reported. Now they've found a way to do that. But if you were voting in Arizona, in Maricopa County in the morning, The odds were overwhelming that your ballot did not go through the tabulators, and therefore they say to you, oh, just throw it in this box, box number three or door number three, uh, and we'll count it later. We don't know that those votes were even counted, even though an election judge signed off on each batch of them. So it's very hard to understand how Florida and Texas 
much, much larger states than Arizona, all of them on machine, all of them with mail-in ballots, unfortunately, just like Arizona, can can have all their elections wrapped up by about an hour and a half after the polls close. But in Arizona, it's a week later uh, before they finally enacted the big steal. And they elected a woman who, in the campaign style of Joe Biden, spent most of her time in the basement during this campaign, who didn't recuse herself as secretary of state. So she overlooked the her own election and the fraud there. Uh, I really think that Carrie Lake has a significant constitutional legal issue, which is the disenfranchisement of all those people who tried to vote in the morning. Well, we cannot give up on election integrity. We cannot give up on the fight for honest elections. In fact, it must be the centerpiece of Trump's campaign if he is going to succeed. Well, you're right. I mean, this is classic Fox is watching the hen house and only key Republican districts have the machines fail and turn off. Only Republican districts are given basically fake ballots that don't work. Only Republican districts all over the country and key battlegrounds are given black Sharpies, which the machines don't then read. I mean, they are openly engaged in racketeering fraud with the same scams in this key battlegrounds as two years ago. And if we don't have some mechanism to stop them, they're going to keep doing it forever. And now the Democratic Party is calling all their political opposition terrorists yeah, and white supremacists. And the ADL coming up next hour is giving an award to Pfizer of it. and saying basically censor and shut down anybody that doesn't want to take oh, the ADL, of course. Experimental injections. So you're now anti-Semitic if you want control over your body. I mean, this is getting ridiculous. Meanwhile, it really disturbs me to see Elon Musk, who I really, based on everything I see, I really like. Why is he meeting with the ADL in order to come up with a definition of hate speech? This is really simple. Anything that the ADL disagrees with, they call hate speech. Uh, that's not free expression. That's not free speech. Why would you even meet with these people? They're the ones who want to limit everyone's free expression. Mm -hmm. uh, so Twitter remains uh, the sewer that Good it job, is, brother. the toilet that it is. I'm really praying that Elon Musk uh, will clean it up, will allow people like you and I and President Trump and so many others to return to that platform. But I'm not betting on it, to be honest with you. I'm going back to Parler, which I must tell you, I'm liking much better. I'm finding traction again on Parler that was missing. So uh, I'm, I'm still working the, the alternatives, Gab, Telegram, a true social, of course, uh, getter to a certain extent. Um, I, I, I still want my voice out there, but I'm not clear on what Elon Musk is doing. But transparency and getting back our voice to demand free, fair elections is an absolute important element of this whole fight. Absolutely. It's key for us to stop obsessing over Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and getting back on there. If you go to Infowars.com, every article under the main image or main video and he's just, you know, Alex is going to talk about himself on where you can find Yeah, and him. how he's selling his, his boner pills and his, all his, his stuff. No, I, listen. Hey, don't, knock, don't knock him. As a handler, I get a portion of all that. So just. Oh, dude, good, good for you, dude. Good calm, for you. Calm, calm it down. I'm glad. Right. Um, good, good, good for you. Um, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Awesome business move. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm kind of retarded. Uh, the wonder you got Alan to handle him. It's unbelievable. Um, but uh, he's 100% right, dude. Why is Elon Musk meeting with the ADL? The ADL is one of the most corrupt organizations of all time. We played that whole video on, I think, a Monday Madness show 
about how the ADL even formed protecting a pedophile, a convicted yeah. pedophile was that was sentenced to death yeah. uh, for being a pedophile. And that's how they, they became a thing. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. The ADL is one of the most disgusting, corrupt organizations of all time. And Roger's a thousand percent right when he says anything that they disagree with is immediately anti-Semitic or hate speech. Yeah. Why would you even sit down with these lunatics? This is this is where this is what we're up against. And I know Parler's tough. I I get what he's saying, but all of these platforms, unfortunately, the true socials, the parlors, the 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 rumbles, the gabs, the the non-big hitting mainstream uh platforms for the most part are giant echo chambers. It so really is. I, I gotta tell you, in in a way, yes, and in a way, no, because you are seeing more people that are curious of seeing what's going on that like are, are, are di like dipping their feet, dipping their toe in the pool to see how the water is, who maybe aren't necessarily on the same page as, as, as everybody. So I don't know how much, cause I see a lot of people on truth social asking questions. I see a lot of opposition of people on truth social. I've been noticing it. Gab, I'm not really active on. Um, I just actually today I, I, well, I, I downloaded Parler, the app. I'm going to uh, uh, create an account on it so I can try to handle more people. And uh, <laughs> the thing is, so like people like us. You guys, a psychopath. We need to put an end to Alan, guys. <laughs> it's like we have all these people. He that, probably killed Justin. Yeah, I, I did. So, you know, I did. I did. I did. Well, I had you do it. I it was an MK type thing. Yeah, MK Ultra. You got I me. My, fucking, I have my MK have Ultra trigger word that gets me here. to go. Yeah. So what I do is when we're so since we're on a, a podcast, you know, like uh, what three times a week together, you don't even hear it. But through my through my audio here, I have a a it's a certain rhythm that I have playing. It's an MK oh. Ultra rhythm that you don't Perfect. even hear. It just programs your mind oh, into doing okay. everything I want you to do. Okay. You know? And I'll probably forget that you even said this after like the show. I, you will. Like if I hit a certain button, you'll literally just add a, you'll, you'll just slap yourself. Oh, you, you see me space out on the show. I'll be mid sentence. And yeah. all of a sudden I'm just like, what was yeah. I talking about? That's because I had to, I had to adjust, I had to adjust the level of, of I wasn't, I wasn't stoned yeah. out of my mind. You hit a button. Right. I, 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 you hit a button. I, I didn't just smoke a, a bunch of bowls and do a bunch of dabs on the show. Uh, Alan hit a button. Oh, okay. That makes, makes more sense. I understand yeah. it. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not retarded. I'm actually handled by Alan. I appreciate it, dude. B big lift like, of my, <laughs> of my confidence. I thought I was retarded. I, I think, <laughs> I think these places would be more of an echo chamber if everybody was saying the same thing. And I think now you're seeing even within this, the same movement, the difference of opinions and the collection of ideas and how to yes. make do certain things. And you're never going to reach those sick, like progressives over on YouTube or on, even on Facebook that are, you know, I get trolled constantly on my Facebook page and I love it. I love getting trolled. I love when people talk bad about me. I love when people wish death on me. Like I love videos of you. Yeah. I love when people make like fucking retarded videos of me on Instagram. Ever seen oh, in my life. oh yeah. Yeah. By the way, anybody out there who knows conspiracy baby, she should change her name to conspiracy cunt because that's what she is. She knows nothing about me and apparently has pictures of me on her Instagram reel with Rudy Giuliani and Roger Stone that I'm this big psyop. Oh so, yeah, and then anyway. you're doing oh, it to get, you're doing doing it to get likes. What your hat says? What does your hat say? What which hat are you? A pure blood. Oh, pure Chuck. His that's James's hat, pure blood. 
you know, yeah, it's approach, actually just right? it's actually Justin's hat. This is from Cannabis and Combat. This is one of his hats. We're gonna be selling this stuff, uh, and all and and portions of the proceeds are gonna be going towards. Uh, we're actually gonna probably shift it to Jason Frank's organization uh, from Shepherd's Watch pretty soon, or at least some of. You killed him to take over his business so you can yeah. pocket all the proceeds of yeah. his company. Yeah, because because his father. Yep, just because I knew his father would give give me his business and give me cannabis and combat. And yes. I knew that's how it was going to work. It's, yes. it's hysterical. Like the, the it's, it's, it's absolutely hysterical. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to get it over with because it's absolutely ridiculous. So just before you do just give, so for those who, who are listening, yeah, especially like, like, like my following, cause I was following mm-hmm. the kind of, since we've been doing shows together, I've kind of been uh, merging. Yeah, yes, Chuck. Ask a question in the chat. We'll get to it. You can ask a question. Uh, yeah, go ahead. If he wants to ask it right now, we can shoot so, on that too. But, but really, but really quick, just give a synopsis on who Justin is. So people are, who's this Justin guy? You know, what his show was. And, and Ju- like Justin, that. Justin was the host of, of Cannabis and Combat. Justin was one of the <clears throat> truest patriots I had ever met in my entire life. Someone I was honored to call a brother. He hosted Cannabis and Combat. You may recognize him most from the guy who got in shithead Steve Sisolak's face and was calling him a traitor and uh, bought out by China. Uh, it, it went pretty viral, that video. If you don't know that video, go and Google uh, the guy who went off on Justin, or you can find it on my page or many other pages. Um, but he was a true patriot, and uh, he took his life in July, so not that long ago. And uh, he was one of my closest friends in the entire world. Uh, and when I lost my co-host as much as I love Alan, uh, you know, Justin would have been that guy. He would have been the guy to fill in. Uh, that was my brother, man. And, uh, this is even hard. Like, I can't even believe that I have to have this fucking conversation and talk about this again. So for context, I, uh, was invited me, myself, Mick, Dick Punch, for those who don't know, the host of the Patriot Party podcast. And VLN was invited, but uh, she couldn't make it because she had to be there with the kids and the dogs. And Jason Frank were the only non-family members invited to Justin's funeral up in Oregon. We flew up there. We went up there with the family. Uh, I'm very, I still talk with Phil, his father. I'm very close with his father. Uh a great, great man. And I, I feel his pain every day. He, he wants to be left alone and I don't blame him. I couldn't imagine the pain that he's going through because I still feel so much pain. And uh, I organized a bike ride, a memorial bike ride for Justin because that's what me and Justin used to do a lot. We used to go on bike rides, get fucked up and drink some beers and smoke some weed and ha- play some tunes and just get away and do some normie shit. And that's something that he would have really enjoyed. So people flew, flew in from all over the world, all over the country to come to this bike ride, about 50 people. It was an unbelievable time. And I spent a lot of time putting this together. And uh, that was a week after the funeral. His father came out to the, the after party and his, his whole family flew in from Rhode Island, from uh, Oregon. It was just an awesome, awesome time. And uh, the very next day, the very next day after this ride, like it was such a perfect time. Like the funeral is one of the hardest things that I've ever ever had to do is bury my friend and you think that his father would invite me or even want me around if i had anything to do with anything it's the dumbest fucking concept ever but we'll get into that and uh i went to this guy's funeral and it was very difficult and we went on the bike ride and that was like i got to celebrate my friend's life i was so sad and so upset it was it was a very difficult time mick 
Jason, we all felt the same thing. His father, uh, we're I Phil, Phil, his father asked me to film the funeral and it's going to get put out soon. I just haven't been able to do it. I can't even look at it. I, I, I just want to interject really quick. The, the day, just so uh, the, so everybody knows the day Justin passed away, who, who took his own life. Um, let me, let me rephrase that. He took his own life. Okay. Um, just reiterate that rather me and James were supposed to have a show that day. We were actually discussing what we were doing on the show. It was, uh, the, I, that was, was that supposed was to be our Monday? first, was that, was that our was first, first, Mon- first Monday madness? It was, it was the first, first Monday madness. First Monday we had madness everything show. set up. We were trying to set, to, you know, tech stuff up and get everything right. So we were going to have our first Monday madness episode mm-hmm. that we were going to start doing weekly. And then you called me like, I, I can't fucking believe it. And that he, you know, he, he, he mm-hmm. away and literally, that day or the day before he was, you know, you guys didn't connect on the phone or whatever. And you were beating yourself up for not connecting on the phone with him, thinking that you, yeah, because, because, and I'll get, I'll get into that part of the story. Um, but the ride itself, it was like, for me, I was able to celebrate my friend's life. It was like, he was there with me and I didn't want that feeling to go away. And I didn't want to be sad and angry again, uh, and upset that my friend's no longer with me. And, um, I've, I, I haven't been able to post his funeral because of that. Like, I don't want to dredge up those emotions again. yet. I can't do it. Like I get anxiety. It's really, really difficult to me, d- difficult for me. It'll be out soon. I think after the vacation, I need a good reset. The beginning of the new year, we'll probably put it out there, uh, for everybody to see. Um, and they could pay the respects. Um, see me, Mick, we're bawling our eyes out. You guys watched me on live air when I, when we talked about everything. Um, and I was blowing my eyes out, grown ass man, blowing my eyes. That was my brother, man. That was one of my only friends I have out here in Vegas. I moved from New Jersey. I don't know nobody out here. I have no, all my friends are back home in New Jersey. Um, and that was somebody I did everything with. I hung out with him multiple times a day, multiple times a week, three, four, five times a week in most cases. And uh, I could tell you right now for 100% fact that there was no foul play. And there was nothing going on. And the very next day, after the ride, the very next day, some asshole comes up to me and reaches out. And I thought this asshole was a friend. Says, hey, I want to do a documentary about Justin's death and look into Justin's death. There's a lot of questions about his death. And my response to him was, okay, dude, sure. But uh, maybe now's not the time. Like, let's wait a year or two. Hold on. I'm losing my battery here. Let me back up in a minute. Um, But I was like, let's wait a year or two. I was like, first off, I'm not ready to do a show or to do a documentary. I, I, I'm not ready to talk about it. And I know for a fact, the family is not ready to talk about it. Hold on, I'm gonna swap swap batteries. And it's, it's, we're not even gonna mention his name because he's not worthy of a mention. Oh, but this this individual that James is talking about that reached out to him about this documentary actually goes on other other podcasts, has his own podcast, which we've actually promoted in the past. Um and We've paid him to do services for us. I mean, he, he, what we thought was a great guy, but turned out to be, um, unfortunately, a 
I guess, a victim of substance abuse and, and just maybe mental issues um, who, actually, go. who actually goes on shows, actually goes on shows now and, and did and claims to be Justin's friend when in fact he was never Justin's friend. So, so I know. So, so, so again, I told this to him already in a private conversation, but since he wants to take things all public, I'll let the, I'll let the world know. Uh, Justin did not like this person. He said his, he was a drunk and did, thought his graphics were trash. Uh, that's for the record. That's what Justin said. Yep. He said on a show that he spoke with Justin's father and his father said he didn't want him to do something like this, but he said he was going to do it anyway on a show. There's recordings of it um, on the Patriot party podcast. Go check them out. They're unbelievable. Mick and feeling. And uh, he's never spoken to his father. His father's only spoken to me, Jason, and Mick. So unless Jason, I guess Jason Frank and Mick are involved in this whole entire thing. I guess Dick Punch must must be uh, trying to cover this entire thing up. But the very next day after this ride, this is the question that I get asked. And I never said, no, don't do it. Because first off, you could do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. I'll, I'll tell you out of respect for the people that cared about the dude and the family of the of Justin. Let's wait a little bit. Like, let's let's be fucking have have a heart and be sensitive to the family's feelings because trust and believe Phil because we all we all know Justin had a hard time when he was his kid because his mother was a terrible human being Phil hired a private detective to find his kid to protect him and and went through all this paid all the money like these are things that I know for a fact come from Phil's mouth sat down and had conversations with the man dinner broke bread on multiple occasions if there was any foul play whatsoever, Phil would be the first one to be looking into it. And he'd be telling me, hey, James, because I saw the police report. He showed me. Look, this, this doesn't make sense. We need to look into this. And you know what me and Phil would be doing? And Jason and Mick, we'd be literally the ones leading the goddamn charge saying that Justin did something wrong. Now, let me ask you this. Everybody who's a fan of Justin, they saw Justin for who he was, for the big light, the guy that walked in the room and lit up the room, the smile, the big belly laugh. But they didn't know Justin. Justin didn't show everybody, but he did say some things on there, and I'll get to that. How much pain he was in. Mick, Jason, Velen, myself, were one of the few people that knew the pain that Justin was in me most specifically, because these guys lived out of state. They only heard it over the phone. I saw it with my own eyes. Justin would come and stay at my house because he was scared to be in his house with his guns. Justin told me how many times he wanted to die and how much he hated life and wanted to commit suicide. He said to his live audience on air that if a cop ever was called on him and there was cops involved, he was going to kill himself because he would never go back in the system. Now you want to promote that this guy, David Crowley, <laughs> who was said to be commit suicide and the cops ended up murdering him. Did he ever say once that he wanted to kill himself? Did he go on his live show and say that, hey, if the cops came, I wanted to kill myself? No. And the only reason I'm making a statement 
the only reason I'm making a statement is because the family is reaching out to me because I was just going to ignore you. You're not even worth my time. You're a fucking clown. And I appreciate all the free graphics that you gave me. Everybody that paid a dollar, you guys got played. He gave them to all for all for free because he wanted to suck my dick so hard. Every graphic never paid a dime, not one penny to this fuck. Um, so I appreciate that. Thank you. I'll use them and really enjoy them. Um, he wants to make public statements and the family is texting me, reaching out. His ex-girlfriend, who he ran serious CBD, is reaching out to me because they're tagging serious CBD. They're bringing his business, his business, into this fucking nonsense. And we're sick and tired of it because you're opening up wounds that people haven't even healed yet. You're just dying right in with a knife, digging right in, and you don't give a fuck. You're a heartless drunk, and you don't fucking care. And he's so doing it say whatever the fuck you, you want to say about me that you think I murdered Justin, or you think that I'm covering up for my friend. Because if I'm covering up, that means Mick and Dick Punch. Dick Punch is covering up uh, Justin's death too. That means Jason Frank and Velin are covering up his death too. Are you fucking out of your mind? Well, he, he he's doing it for selfish reasons. He was never his friend. No, never was. Doing it, he wants to make a documentary with this drug addict girl that's that's dragging him around by the flap of skin where his balls used to be for clicks and views. So because so here's the show sucks. Oh, it's terrible. And so does he. It's terrible. He's a drunken mess. He's a fucking garbage. I was on his show with one of the biggest guests he ever had that he was so happy with. And I, guy, that I booked for him, by the way. That I booked him that guest. And the guy, he had Flat Earth Dave on, and he wanted me to come on as the skeptic, which I was anyway, because I'm sorry, but the, the the Earth isn't flat, to question Dave. I was Dave, the one who booked him that guest. Yeah, to, to question Dave. And, yep. and he fell asleep on his own show because he was so fucking drunk and wasted mm -hmm. he fell asleep on his own show but at the time was you, the biggest you, guest he had on his show you bought him a laptop because he told us his ex-girlfriend broke it and smashed his through so it I, threw it at the wall i am i am i'm the nicest person anybody will ever meet if i can help somebody i will and i liked him i i he had a talent i used his talent you considered I, him a friend i i paid i paid him for his services and and when 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 I started the Patriot Podcast Network and and he was an audio only show and he was going to video and he had trouble was supposedly trouble with his computer uploading which I know there was issues, I went ahead and I bought the guy a two thousand dollar laptop. You know what? I and but I also did it with the premise that you should be starting your graphics business because you got laid off from your job. And getting on to various apps like Fiverr to promote your graphics business, I will help you, but that's what you should be using this laptop for. Bought it, shipped it to his house. I'm in New York. He's in California. Bought it, shipped it to his house, right? Didn't have to pay me back. It was a gift. And then the guy who, apparently, you know, he's in his 40s. He really couldn't, can't get his act together. I would get text messages from him once in a while. Hey, I'd hate to do this. Do you need any graphics or any other design work or know anybody that does? I can't even eat this week. And I would get on the cash app and I'd send him 25 bucks. I'd send him 50 bucks just so the mm -hmm. guy could maybe turn on his phone, eat, and then come to find out 
he's got, you know, ex-girlfriends giving him $500 so he could pay the rent, but he's only given the landlord 200 and because he, he's putting $300 of it up his nose or in his veins or wherever else he's doing with it or just or just buying alcohol. Or just booze. Just booze. Like point, but the, my, my issue is, my issue is when he's going after people that lost their friend, accusing them of things, when this guy, again, wasn't even his friend, the guy, Justin, who died, didn't even like him. And... He's trying to do this, and he, what he's doing is he's exploiting someone's death and dragging their name through the mud mm-hmm. in order for some so, sort of notoriety in the truther movement. First of all, and I'm going to say his name and his show. Oh, go that for is, it. I, 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 I don't say traitors' names. I don't say yeah, scumbags' listen, names. They can listen. get fucked. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Catalyst Jones of the White Rabbit Podcast is not a truther. Catalyst Jones of the White Rabbit podcast is a manipulator. He is a liar, a drunk, a, 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 drunk. a, a habitual liar. Yep. He has a horrible drinking problem. And I, from what it, it, it seems like a drug problem from multiple sources. He lost his teeth hitting handlebars, apparently, and gets stabs and, from picking. Oh, well, sure. And sure. lies about what really happened to his computer because we hear from sources that were close to him. Okay where he might have been using that computer looking at did you get those screenshots by the way I, I, some that looking at inappropriate images on his computer and on his phone this is somebody who's supposed to be a truther who who also talks about people and out against pedophiles but when you're looking at girls who are obviously way under the age of 18 on Instagram in bikinis and have those images saved on your phone and computer, that questions yep. his Everything. thoughts and his morality, okay? He, he, and there he, are so many other things I don't even want to get into, but the bottom line is this guy is toxic, and I'm sure a ton of people on your foxhole people know you know, on your foxhole. Uh, uh, oh, they're they're already foxhole. talking about how Justin is a reminder that we never know that real pain someone's in. He is. He truly right. is. And and I, I've I've had I've had plenty of conversations with Justin because I, I got to know him. Justin's the reason why I started the Patriot Podcast Network on Roku mm-hmm. TV because he had a channel and we talked about it. And we were laughing because we had like a three-hour conversation, and we and and like ha- halfway through the conversation, at the end of the conversation, we were like, um, "Oh, well, the, the, this this could have been a podcast in itself." Like, oh, we just, did that all the time. Yeah, Justin, Justin was a great guy, a a a, a kind-hearted guy. I I didn't know him like a lot of other people out there knew him, but I saw what he was, and I also saw that he had demons. Yep. He would. He had an anger issue. He had fly off the handle. He flew off mm-hmm. the handle at me at one time, and then mm-hmm. and then and then apologized to me. But well, whatever. I don't. I don't care about any of that. The moral of the story is, just at some point, everybody finds out who their friends are, one way or another. And there are people oh, yeah. out there that have problems. I I want to see this individual get the help that he needs. 
But I honestly believe he's beyond that at his age and who he's himself with. We tried very hard. We were going to pay for him to go and live somewhere else. So we were so, literally going to all pitch in for a flight, and then we were going to pitch in so he can go back and see his daughter's graduation because that was only excuses why he couldn't leave, so he wasn't fucking homeless. He was getting thrown okay. out of his house because his roommate wanted him out because she was getting married and getting rid of the house and had to get rid of him. And I, I with James on the phone... And uh, Sean Chris from the Kill the Mockingbirds podcast was offering him a place to stay at his house to get him on his feet. Someone else was offering him. And I turned around and said, what do we have to do to get him out of there and get him there? I will play. I will pay for his airfare. If need be, I will rent him a truck so he can get his belongings and drive him to wherever he needed. This the was hundred days why he, the hundred days why he was sober was because because we all helped him get sober and made him realize that his show is slacking when he'd get drunk because he was passing out in front of Flat Earth Dave live on uh, while he was doing a, a show like it was ridiculous so we were like yo dude you need to get your shit together like when you have a, when you have a good friend like I would expect my good friends if I'm fucking up and dr- getting drunk all the time and passing out on the show to come out to be like yo dude you're you need to get your shit together like that's what good friends do they hold each other accountable and that's what we did. And he was sober for 100 days and he was doing great. And then all of a sudden, all and we of thought a sudden, this was going to be a great thing. James literally went from his co hosts moving on to having me and Catalyst be his co hosts on We the People Radio to replace him. We did one show. The, the Basically, it was just the show of, of you know, I think we, we did one show together. And, and he was so happy and felt honored that he was going to be a co host with what he had said was his favorite podcast, We the People Radio, because of you. The whole reason he has a podcast is because of me. And you were very specific with him that if you were going to come on on your show and be a co-host, that Mm -hmm. you were to dry up, that you were not to be drunk on the show, that you were not, if you were drinking, you can't have it on the show. And and he was doing good. Yep. And I know he went, he's going through some shit. I know his parents sent him some really bad messages, basically disowned him. I wonder why. But you're you're forty something years old. There comes a time where you got to so, get off the pot, and, so, and 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 he's not doing that. And now he's making people out there just he he's just doing bad things. So here's here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do because this guy he thinks I'm stupid, and he wants me to come on his fucking gay ass show and get clicks and people to watch because he knows people are going to tune in because everybody knows that I was one of Justin's closest friends. I hung out with him all the time. So it'd be great viewing for his show. Not because he brings anything to the table, but because of the relationship that I have with Justin, he wants to ask all these questions that I've told him. I could air out all the private text messages that he's airing out all over the internet. I got tons of them. I could air them all out. Am I doing that? No. I'm not. I could very easily do it and show you how crazy this fucking guy is, but I'm not. And he wants to, he wants me to come on. So I'm not going to give him the satisfaction or the views. You can come here. You can direct your audience to this show and uh, they can put questions in the comment box and I'll, I'll, I'll answer a few of them. If you really like, if you really want, but if you really want me on your show, if you really, really, really badly want me on your show, here's what I'll do. And I know it's never going to happen because you're broke. You're about to be homeless. You're a piece of shit. You can't even, you got no pot to piss in and it'll never happen. But I really want to punch you in the fucking face because you're a scumbag. 
Yeah. You're a fucking piece of shit. I, my, my, one of my close friends just died six less than six months ago. I'm, I still can't even look at his fucking footage. And you're sitting here tagging me on shit on the fucking internet like a high schooler. You're in your fucking 40s. So I don't want to waste time or energy or money flying up to Sacramento, ringing your doorbell and beating you senseless on your front fucking step because that's what I want to do. So if you really want me on your show, Justin was an MMA fighter. Justin was all about cannabis and combat. You organize, organize in Las Vegas. Perfect place to have it. A little charity MMA fight in Las Vegas. <laughs> and all proceeds, all proceeds will go towards Shepherd's Wash or Jason Frank's organization. Stay in the light, stay in the fight. I tell It'll you go what. to one of those two organizations, maybe both. I tell you what. And everyone out there, hold on, everyone out there, especially on Foxhole, because I'm sure there are people watching or going to watch on Foxhole that I I have contact with Catalyst. I blocked him on everything. I want nothing to do with him. He's toxic. I don't need it in my life. I don't need any of that. I don't need that shit either. I just bought my dog a fucking wheelchair. I don't need this shit. I will say this. Me, I would love to see an amateur MMA fight. And if, if, because, you know, he, he, he talks a good game. I would throw right now and I, you, everyone can hold me to it. I will start, start the funding. I will put $5,000 to make that fight happen. I'll do it all day. I'll do it all day. I'll do I will do it all day. I will do it all day. Find a place. No, it's Vegas, dude. You could do that shit anywhere out here. You could do that. It's Vegas. We could do, he, all he needs to do is sign a waiver. That's all he needs to do. Cause I bet if I showed up in his front door and beat him senseless, like I was like, Hey, let's go out in the front yard. I'm not just going to jump him. I'm going to give him a chance made in a man and, and let's fight. Let's see what you got. You want to, you want to talk all this shit on the internet. I'll beat the fuck out of you. I will, I will beat the, I will ask you, I will, how do you want to lose this fight? Do you want, do you want your face beaten in with kicks? Do you want your, do you, how do you want to lose? And I will, I'll, I'll let him pick. I will. I will. All right. I don't say too much. I will, if he puts it together or figures out a way where he can logically get that put together, I will put the first $5,000 up to make it happen, however that will be. And then when the fight's over, we got to sit down and do a live podcast, bleeding or not. <laughs> oh, it'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. I would love to do that. You Wicked know, Vixen, ask real questions about Justin. What are the real questions? Please ask. I would love to know. Say that again. Wicked Vixen, Wix Vixen, ask said, ask real questions about Justin. I don't know. What I, that means. I, I knew Justin very well. Ask away. What do you want to fucking know? What are the real questions? I read the police report. I speak with his father on a regular basis. I was again one of the only people invited to his funeral. Me, what Mick, does that comment mean? Ask the real question. Who is? What are the real? What are the real questions? What are the real questions? Like, what? what the fuck are the real questions? Justin said repeatedly how much he wanted to commit suicide repeatedly said it on his on his show that if the cops came he was going to kill himself like to his entire audience so if you know anything about like these people that are questioning justin don't even know his his girlfriend's name mm. they're just like oh the blonde girl that was always with him they don't even know his her fucking name yeah like it's it's hysterical they're like oh he was he was he was he was out out with a bunch of people who were they with they were probably feds no, they were a bunch of whores. Justin was going to strip clubs on a regular basis with this girl. That was one of the stipulations is why they got back together, mm-hmm. that he was able to bring other girls to the table. This is what Justin was doing. He loved girls. Listen, the whole, the whole thing's a sad situation, and it's even it's, it's sad and pitiful and, and desperate and despicable on what 
this guy's doing, and I, yeah, I'm sorry, but he's doing it solely for clicks and views. That's all. Oh, that's yeah. all he's doing. Is oh, he is dragging I, I, Justin's I, name through the the social media garbage mud for clicks and mm-hmm. views. Oh, I, I misunderstood Wix Viction. I thought you were you were asking me to say ask real questions. I apologize, but that's the whole thing. Like people are saying, ask real questions about Justin. Like, what are those real questions? It, it, it sucks. Like as much as much as I hate to say it, as much as I I'm angry about it. Like we had so much work, so much shit to, that we had to get to get done. Like the red pill gaming that I'm doing with Scorpion, that was supposed to be me and Justin. We talked about the new Call of Duty coming out, playing it, streaming it so we could bring normies and other people to this content that we're doing over here, that we're wasting time discussing this story that we should not be even wasting our breath on because right. people People want to be fucking stupid. And Wix, I I miss him every fucking day, every day. Literally everything that I do reminds me of the kid. It sucks. It's it's miserable. I have his his signs, his his photo is hanging right behind me. It's it it sucks that I even have to do this. And I'm going on vacation on Monday to try to get away for a week. And I know I'm going to be tagged and 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 posted in a million fucking things. And and that's why that's why I think you're going on vacation. You with your girl, you with your girl's family, you going to the fuck of Bahamas. And I gotta tell you this, take it how you want. You need to fully unplug. I and need that, to try. You know, it's gonna be tough. That, you, you need to. You need to unplug from social media, unplug from it all. Because if you if you if you text me once, I'm gonna send you pictures of my dog's asshole every time you do. <laughs> Possibly one of my own. So, like, when you go on vacation, don't talk to me. Don't pick up your phone and look at Instagram, um, and 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 worry about that bullshit nonsense. He should be blocked. He should be paid no mind. He is worth that. When I step in my dog's shit in the backyard, the shit on my shoe is worth more than him at this point. It's disgusting. When it, like- I when I had tried to when I helped somebody to the extent I've helped him and then offered to help somebody to the extent I've helped someone who I've never met in person. Yep. Never no reason to help. No reason whatsoever. I have zero, zero interest in in there's 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 no benefit for me helping this individual at all. And I have helped him with thousands of dollars. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That he has nothing him. to I've, show for it. I've pr- helped promote him, grow his show, grow his and following. I've helped. You know what? I, no, fuck him, dude. I I don't care. I'm done. Like I, I, I we tried. Him. We tried so much to help the guy. We've done everything, and now you want to go and do some shit like this? Like like literally, literally. I don't care if any who takes sides. I haven't called anybody to say, "Hey, take sides." Your actions are speaking very loudly, and people see it. Like people are reaching out to me like, yo, what is wrong with this dude? Like this is backfiring bigly on you. People see how disgusting of a move this is. They know how close I was with Justin. And they're they're like, yo, this is fucked up. You may have a small little group of following that think, oh, yeah, should Justin, we should look into his death. But they didn't know Justin like I did. Did they hang out with him? Did they spend time with him? No. Ask Mick. Ask Velen. Ask Jason. Go ahead. Right ahead. I spoke with Jason this afternoon. Um, and they're all well aware. And they, Jason was w- willing to come on the show and shut down anything. 
He's like, I'll come on tonight if you want. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want even to make that much of a big deal of it because it's not oh, even worth my time. You, you, you've said you, you've, you've put it so, out there. So, it is what so, it is. so, so, so th- this is this, this offer stands and Alan just put 5k. So it made it a lot easier for it to happen. It made it a lot easier. You want me to come on your show. You needed to step in a cage with me, full MMA rules, full rounds gloves, and we need to scrap it out because I want to beat your fucking face in. Whatever money of $5,000 we don't spend on doing it, I'll give to him. There you go. No, 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 no. Fuck him. No, 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 no. Fuck him. Fuck him. He needs to have the balls. He, no, I don't want him doing this on any money. I don't want him any, any incentive other than me coming on his show. He wants me on his show. He wants the views. He wants the views and the clicks and ask me these ridiculous questions. These are my stipulations. I'll come on the show. I'll come on the show. Get your ass to Vegas, organize an event. Let's do a charity event. Cause you really give a shit about Justin. You really care about Justin. We'll do a charity event. All money that is raised. No dollars to me. No dollars to you. Nothing, only expenses for the event. Oh, I'm finding a way to grift off this motherfucker. <laughs> and go for it, dude. I don't care. But all proceeds, all proceeds will go to an organization. All proceeds will go to Shepherd's Lodge or Stay in the Light, Stay in the Fight. And if you want, if you want me on your show that bad, let's do it. I will beat your fucking face in. I will so they, beat you so senseless. So they, so, so there you go. I wish I had my, I used to have a wig that looked like Don King, the fight promoter. I, I wish I had it on right now. This way I can, I catalyst Jones, white rabbit podcast. You have just been called out to a MMA cage fight to, to, for James from we, the people radio to come on your show, a charity fight, put your, your money where your mouth is. Put your balls where your mouth is. Yeah, you fucking. Oh no, you, I don't. You don't need to. You're getting pegged for money. You yeah. fucking queer. So anyway, listen. I, 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 he's a piece of shit. I want to get so someone in. We gotta. I want. I want to just reel it back in because this guy Chuck, who's been in the chat, you know, uh, agreeing with uh, stuff you're saying. He had asked a question before we started. He said, "Can I ask a question?" So. Oh, so what's his question? Let's go. Let's go. Was, let's go. It was. It was back. It, we were talking about Trump. He said. Do you think they'll find anything on President Trump because we need him back and he's the only fucking one that can get this country back? So I want to respond to this because one, no, they won't find anything on Donald Trump because there's nothing on Donald Trump. Absolutely Mm -hmm. nothing. They would have found it already. In 2017, you had Comey that said, we're going to get Trump. In 2018, you had Mueller that said, we're going to get Trump. In 2019, you had that uh, Evanati guy, who's in prison, by the way, the Stormy Daniels lawyer, says we're going to get Trump. 2020, you had Letitia James in New York says we're going to get Trump. 2021, you had A.G. Garland says we're going to get Trump. And now 2022, well, he's a candidate for president. Now you're going to have the special counsel, Jake uh, Jack Smith, who is saying now we're going to get Trump. No one is going to get Trump because there is nothing to get Donald Trump on. They They literally went through everything in the Mueller investigation, like literally dug through his taxes, everything. If they had anything, Jeffrey Epstein is expended. Like he's no longer a value to the global elite who traffic children. If Donald Trump was on that island and they, they wanted to get him so bad, there would be photos of him, even at one of his properties, let alone on the island. There would be photos on there. They made up the Russian piss story just to try to get him. And they couldn't even get that. Like if they had something, if they had anything, 
it would have been used already. These are all wild goose chases to try to grasp for power because they're losing it. They're not in control like they used to be. He is such a threat to them like no, that we have never seen the establishment. Like, I don't want to hear, oh, he's he's very he causes so much division. No, 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 no. There, there, there is no divisions. There, there is people like we, we want a free country. We want to be left the fuck alone. We want a small government. We want low regulations. We want a good economy. We want we want it. We want to be left. We don't want big government, period. We don't want our taxes being spent over in Ukraine. We don't want that shit. Right. We want to fix our country first. And the rest of you are a bunch of fucking idiots. There is no there's no division like we want. I don't care what what, what nationality you are. I don't care what, what, what religion, what creed you come. I don't give a fuck. I want to make this country better for you. I don't want you spending a million dollars at the pump, barely able to put food on your family's table. I want jobs available. I want people to be, to thrive in this country. And then once everybody here is eating good, once we're chilling and we got money left over, we can maybe help some other people out that are in need. But our country is hurting so badly right now. And you want to sit here and say, oh, let's give money to Ukraine while they're bombing our NATO allies. Right. You fucking idiots. There's no there's no division. If there, if they, if Donald Trump was the person causing the division and the reason that he's there is to just get the, the right all rallied up, then it, it would be stupid because they could do that without Donald Trump. They don't need him to do that. It's been done for decades and decades and decades. Well, before Donald Trump was the big, bad orange man. It's true. Really think that's what they always say. They're like, oh, Donald Trump's there to divide us. He's there to cause the right versus left. He's there. Like, that's the furthest thing from the truth. The they furthest say, thing. They say he's there to divide us because he's not. He's, he's he ran as not a politician in 2016. He says what comes to his mind. He's ungovernable. He's un, he's unhandled. He's uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. There's no controlling him. OK, and that's from close sources that I'm close with because I'm a CIA psyop handler. Yep, you're handling me, dude. That, you're handling Donald Trump too. You're handling the president. I heard. I I I, I know people in his inner circle very well. Roger Stone being one of them, who's behind the scenes, who has conversations with him regularly. Okay, uh, and and I, I I I hear some things, and he is not worried. He is not tired. And actually, speaking of not tired, the Mar-a-Lago announcement that the mainstream media was saying was low energy. Uh, actually, earlier on, he he actually was is was was fighting a bit of a cold that night. Um, he was uh, had a little bit of a cough. He saw he was drinking, he was drinking the water. water so much. He wasn't feeling that great, and uh, you know it, it. So the guy is again. I I say Joe Biden. Thanks for asking the question, Chuck. I, I'm 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 glad you're in here and uh, and following. Do me a favor if you haven't already. Just 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 share just share the video wherever you can. And uh, I hope you're uh, I hope you're back often because uh, I like when people are, are interactive and and in, in the chat. But yeah, listen, Donald Trump isn't going anywhere. You're never going to see Donald Trump in handcuffs. You're never going to see Donald Trump in prison. You're never going to see Donald Trump. None of that because there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Let's all focus and keep our our eyes on the game, our eyes on the ball. Let's get Donald Trump elected as the forty seventh president of the United States. Let's get. Oh, Ron- it's more important than ever. But I, I, again, um, it's going to be an uphill battle. Roger Stone is one hundred percent right. Like it doesn't matter who we appoint if the elections aren't free and fair. We're we're, we're fucked. 
we didn't even get a chance to get into that and i i i, I can't go much longer um, yeah you gotta go you gotta go do things with the wifey yeah so i i have there's been conversations. Listen, we have to play fire with fire and we have to do things that the Democrats are doing, but we have to do it better. And I don't mean I going around to cemeteries, getting, you know, names to put on ballots. Well, let's go to NASCAR right. events and start start right. getting polls. So, go to college. Right. College campus is paying two hundred fifty dollars right. to get people to vote Republican tickets. Let's do it. Well, not even that. Not even that. It's, you know. Mail in voting is not going away. I wish it would. Wish it would. I don't want mail in voting. I don't want early voting. I want election day, not election season. I'm a big proponent of that. I talk about it all the time, but it's not going away. So we kind of got we got fucked. We need to play the game better. Like in New York, there's no laws against ballot harvesting. But we don't want the people like I I vote on election day. All right. So I wouldn't mail in my vote. We don't want the people that would normally vote on election day to do this. But what especially in new york i'm talking to some people some grassroots people um there's a there's a possibility i may get involved on on in the in the trump campaign here in new york i don't know yet we're gonna see what happens i have to see if they have room for a cia psyop um oh alan's just like i said he i thought he was already controlling donald trump but he's working his way soon Soon i will mission just snaking his way in there soon i will he was in the cia training um went to the farm (laughs) i use my i use my cia laser eyes so guys, Donald, guys, James Bond over here. I want to um, focus on people that either stayed home, like in New York, 7 million people didn't vote. Independents, Republicans, Democrats, they didn't vote. Those are the people, say, in New York, I want to reach to and bring the polls to them. I want to get the ballots. I want to have them pre-filled out because that's what the Democrats are doing, and they were brilliant in doing it. And they were having them filled out, and then they were mailing them in. These people were signing them, and they were mailing them in, and they were ballot harvesting. And they were getting a reward for it, too. And, I want, it. and I want people to be able to do this all over the country because we have to play fire. No, yes, I agree with you. We have to. We have, but but my what I worry about, what I worry about, and we see this in Arizona in, in what Roger Stone is saying – they sent the Republican districts 20-inch uh, ballots oh. when the machine only re- does 19. So they're going they're going to advance the game, and in those same districts, they're going to send ballots out that are pre-marked. So when they're when we harvest those ballots, they're going to know what they are, and they're going to get put into a separate pile, and they're going to they're oh. all, already going to be an issue. There there, there, will, there are ways around everything. It, neither here nor there. We have the time is coming where these are things that need to be explored and done. I want to end with something. Um, I already have it prepared for after this James Curry, Catalyst Jones MMA fight happens. Um, there's already a, there's already a, a picture of me um, in the ring post fight. And uh, I wanted to bring it up and to let everybody know, especially those on Foxhole might would get a kick out of this, but this is going to be the post fight. Me, this fucking guy. <laughs> in the ring. Uh, it's, the MMA it's, fight. It's gonna be a little bit more bloodied than that. It might be, but, but uh, this is uh, this is this is where we're at, and uh, I hope you uh, you you grab this meme, you you know, toxic piece of shit that you are, and do great things with it, and tag me everywhere, and I hope all the truthers out there have so much to say about me because there's one thing, I don't care. Nope. I will never care what anybody says about me or thinks about me. As a matter of fact, I, I revel in it. 
I revel in the hatred against me. Um, yeah, you're a sick fact. Any publicity is good publicity, good or bad. You want to mm -hmm. keep my name out there and in front of people, good, bad, Thanks. indifferent, have at it. I welcome it. I want it. Do it. Thanks. Have fun. Yep. Thanks. No, it's it, it it it's it's hysterical, my friends. Oh. It's it's really hysterical. But that's that's the offer on the table. Take it or leave it. Otherwise, you can get fund fun. it. Five grand to fund. It could be a great fun, fight, like, a great charity fight. Nobody charity, you really care about Justin. He was all about fight. combat. He was all about combat. Let's do it. Um, and it'll be a lot of fun. So the people out there that hear it and have and have direct communication with this bag of shit, let them know. Point hey. to this video. I'm surprised. It's just, it's just like Carrie Lake. Cats. It's just like Carrie Lake asking a debate. It's just like Carrie Lake. Here's the offer. Yeah. Like, I'm not just going to give you the fucking publicity, dude. You think I'm going to come on your show and just be like, hey, here I am, dude. Here's all your views. My audience comes over to you and you ask these fucking ridiculous questions that I answer and repeatedly explain to you that I've repeated you over and over again that Justin told us on multiple occasions that he wanted to die. Like, you have all the information, dude. You know exactly what I know. I haven't not told you anything that I don't know. So go, go, go fuck yourself. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. And the only reason I'm making a statement is because of the fact that the family is now asking what's going on. And the fact that you're dragging my dead friend through the mud with this bullshit. If, right. if, if you were just talking shit about me, I don't give a fuck what you have to say about me, dude. You, you have no pot to piss in. You got nothing in your life. I'm chilling. I got a great life. I got a great girl. I got a great life going on for me. I'm about to go on vacation to the Bahamas where you're sitting here trying to figure out where you're going to get your next bed to sleep in. So go fuck yourself. I don't care about you. I don't give a shit. If anybody takes sides, I'm not asking anybody to take sides. It's all in your head and you're a fucking lunatic and uh, keep spouting off about Justin. And if you want me to come on your show about Justin, you know, the offer don't be like Katie Hobbs. Don't be like Joey bag of donuts. Come out of the basement. Let's scrap it out. And then I'll sit down on your show after I beat you fucking senseless. So um, I hope you have a fucking great life. Eat a dick. I, maybe you should follow. Maybe you're going to go and do the Gavin Newsom thing that you said live on air on the Patriot podcast network. And you texted that. me and told me on the phone. Let's multiple not times. Repeat that. Let's not repeat that here. But yeah, it was very, very bad when he in bad taste. He did on the, on the air. It is fucking it is. idiot. But so I hope everybody has a great weekend. Everybody has a happy Thanksgiving. That's Except right. When are you, you back? You piece when are you of shit. Back? Huh? When are you back? I get back on the 26th. So uh, um, um, the Thanksgiving is the 24th. Oh, so you'll be back for that following Monday madness. So for yeah, this, I'll be back for that following so this Monday. This is your madness. last show. You're off Monday yep. and you're off Friday. I'm off Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Yep. Okay. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. No winning Wednesday. No Monday Madness. No Tuesday show, and no Freedom Friday next week. Unless Alan, if you want to, if you want to get someone to step in, I'll I, I can we'll make codes. We'll we'll keep keep me posted. I'm bringing my laptop with me so I can make codes and events. So look um, for uh, look for uh, well yeah we'll, we'll we'll see what goes on. Uh, I know Thanksgiving is on Thursday. Mm -hmm. uh, Friday we're gonna take we're gonna we're gonna take the night off, and uh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, and then we will we're going in. Then we'll be into December. December. Yeah, yeah then we'll be into. We December. got some really good get. We got some really good guests lined up for December. Uh, we got Lord Petty, Rodney. Uh, uh, he's coming on the show. David Hurt's going to come on the show. Uh, we got a lot of good guests coming up for December. December ninth, Friday, December 9th, I won't be here. Okay, Friday, so December ninth, I won't be here. Yeah, I'm uh, glad I, you're telling me. Uh, 
Lord Petty, he's going to come on uh, on a Tuesday. He said it's the best day for him, so I'm going to let him know what day uh, ne- next week. I'm going to find out. Cool. So I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. We have a great December lined up for everybody. Holiday season is here. I hope everybody's enjoying time with their friends and family. Don't let the bad economy keep you from spending time with your family. Everybody do a potluck. Get together. Friends and family are the most important thing. Forget about what you're eating. Put a fucking rotisserie chicken in front of the table and, and everybody will be happy as long as they're together that's the most important thing have it's a blessed fun. holiday and uh we'll be back next week alan it's been fun until next time guys we'll see you soon make sure you share wherever you are and subscribe take it easy and go buy patriot cigars mypatriotcigar.com can't forget that go to mypatriotcigars.com mypatriotcigars.com the number one cigars in america i love these i saw the reviews that you just got i don't even know who that guy is dude but i was looking at his channel and he's got a bunch of cigar shit and he's like yeah this is the best cigar i've ever smoked um I don't even and, know. Uh, that's true, dude. I, I'm not a big cigar guy. I smoked my fair share of cigars, though. Like, I always ask for recommendations. They give it to me. I'll smoke it. I've been to a bunch of bars, cigar bars with Nick when I was in New Jersey. We smoke all the time together. Nick's a big cigar guy. Um, And I, I had the Mark 48. And, man, that was good. I'm going to – I'm gonna, I, I'll get some photos for you while I'm in the Bahamas of the cigars. I'm bringing them down with me. I'm bringing my camera, and I'll get some photos in some nice place. I'll take some some sick photos for you. Awesome. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting pictures and photos from everybody like tagged on Instagram. F- follow me. Follow the uh, cigar company on Instagram. It's a uh, Patriot Cigar Company. And yeah, also, go check it out. Yeah, you can you get use promo code. Uh, was it what's your what's your code? W P R U S A. W P R U S A, and you get fifteen percent off orders over a hundred dollars. You get free shipping. Um, go to the website. Boxes still get we the people hats. Yeah, Are we out? Get, you still get We the People hats. If you buy a full box of cigars, you get a free We the People truckers hat. Um, just yeah, and make you know, sign up for the newsletter on the website and um, get all the shows also on my Rumble channel. Just go to 1776live.tv and you'll find all of my shows and, and James's shows on there too. Hit the subscribe button and, and everywhere else you're watching, just subscribe, share. And, uh, Come and hang we'll, out and gangbang on the government with us. Bunch of domestic terrorists having some fun. So uh, we'll be back in a, in, a, in a week. Everybody have a great Thanksgiving. God bless and uh, love you guys. See you soon.